Ladies and gentlemen, take a couple of minutes to put your clothes back on, you're not in the park anymore, and listen. This is, in fact, a download from the BBC. So, to find out more, go inside, go to your computer, don't go to the usual pages that you look up, and go to bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. Thanks. Hello, my name's Matt Morgan and my voice is perfectly normal. You've got a voice like a stupid div! Russell's got a cane. I found a cane and I've got it by rights now. He didn't find it. He, someone said he could have it, jokingly. Then he walked off. Then someone asked him, can we have that cane back? Oh, sh- Carl gave it to me. Carl gave it to me. We're having our IDs done at the BBC. So we've been coming in and out of the building like, without being treated like terrorists. And then I've got a cane as a bonus. And suddenly everyone resents me just because I've got a nice cane. Well, listen to it. Tappity tap. That's why I like the cane, because of the tap, tap, tapping. Trevor? Yes. Why are you being so quiet, Trevor? Because I think you're talking nonsense. I don't think the listeners can relate to this. Everyone knows what it's like to go and get your photo done, then you find a cane. Someone says you can't have the cane. Someone else says you can have the cane. A lot of confusion springs up. It's an everyday problem. Oh, don't problem with it. He said, uh, the man who wanted the cane back, well, you can't swing that around in the building. I won't. I give you my word as an Englishman. Walked off and swung it. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd been swinging it before and you moved one of the roof panels out. Didn't you? Yeah. This cane and I are firm friends. Doing it now. Don't do that. Don't stop it. <laughs> and he goes, he was running along the corridor, banging roof panels. He goes, look at us, we're in a destructive mood. <laughs> I didn't say you, that. You and your cane. <laughs> Me and my cane, we got each other. Me and my cane, we'll need no brothers. What? Don't hit things with it. Alright, right. But that's on. the intro. The that's the intro to the, the best intros we've ever recorded. Don't you like it? it? No, it's fantastic. Never feature enough. Trevor, you're so egotistical. I've listened to your editing of these podcasts, and it's unrecognisable from the radio show. What it comes across as is the Trevor Lock half hour of tedious self-indulgence. Why is that? Well, I don't know. I think the listeners like it like that. I think if you notice that we are at number two in the pod charts, so maybe I'm doing something right. Is We're it- not at number two in the radio charts, but in the pod charts we are, so I don't know. I'll leave that to you to draw conclusions. I don't think we should have Trevor in this anymore. His voice is very it's annoying. Smug. <laughs> Snooty, smug man, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. People are going to turn on Trev, I think. People are going to turn Probably. on me? You've been what humiliating me. Like a wasp escaping from somewhere. That was Trevor's <laughs> personality. <laughs> <laughs> what was that noise? I think it was somebody's bottom. No, yeah. let's stop this now. Let's stop it. Right. Okay. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. This is the very beginning of our radio show. That was Listen to What the Man Said by Paul McCartney. According to Cocky Trevor Lockie, it's one of the great melodies. It's one of the great melodies. It's one of the great melodies. Why are you putting this on, Trevor? It's one of the great melodies because we all share up the choices amongst us. Matt Morgan's here. He's in charge of the buttons. Matt, you look radiant. I'm brilliant, apart from my stomachache. Yeah, I've got stomachache. Do you think it's to do with this colonic irrigation that we had last week? Well, I haven't been the same since. You haven't, have you? You've been effete. You've been delicate. You've been unusual. Oh, I go as far as that. Just been a bit constipated. <laughs> Whereas I've gone the other way. But let's not get bogged down in all that sort of rhubarb. Are you all right today, Trev? I'm tip top. Yeah, very um, happy to be alive on a Sunday morning. So, yeah, every day's a bonus when you get to your stage, isn't it? Really, you poor sod. Me and Trevor did a gig last night uh, in Newbury. That's in Berkshire. Trev's wearing the same clothes. I notice. Why is that, Trev? Uh, because my washing machine is broken. What's the happened to it? Um, I believe that there's. A, it's not a lie. How? Do, what do you know about my washing? You machine? You just went because because my, my washing. Uh, oh, my washing. Oh, my washing machine is broken. What? Because of the Italian girls? Yeah. What's happened? Oh, what, I bet you're, you're trying. What is it? Gummed up with flesh. <laughs> His drains are all gunged up with all sorts of gunk and people's bones and Italian girl hair. No, it's not. It's. Uh, I reckon it's the little clips from that keeps your collars stiff. I reckon they've got collected in it. 
don't years and know. years of those. Oh, colostiffness. Not fingernails. I put the outflow into the sink. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, well, today's going to be a right nice show, isn't it? Because we're talking about sort of holidays, things that have happened to us on the holidays, things that you want on holidays, you know, holiday-related stuff we'll talk about. Also, we're going to be nice to Trevor. Oh, we're going to try oh, and be nice to Trevor. It's going to be... started off quite well with an attack on my washing machine. <laughs> Trevor's yeah. special day, because we've realised that perhaps sometimes we're not that fair to our Trevor, so we thought perhaps today we'll try and be nice to him, arrange some treats and that. Really? If we can arrange treats for you, Trevor. nice little Surprises coming up for you, Trevor. There are nice surprises, Trev. You're going to have hell of a day today. It's going to be forward to it after last week's debacle. Well, yes. well oh yeah, because we sent Trevor off to um, to chariots, the the gay massage parlour. But you didn't go, did you? I didn't go. No. Why not? Because I intercepted the taxi driver before he got there. <laughs> you intercepted what him, a coward. In yeah, not a coward. That you was a daring gone. thing. No, you didn't roll under a door like Indiana Jones. <laughs> in a tutu. He was wearing a tutu <laughs> while all this went on, of course. You know, damaged my ruffle. should look at the website, actually. There's some yeah, nice pictures. pictures of him. We're number two in the podcast charts. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Wild. Tell me something I don't know, granddad. Yeah, but we, didn't, we weren't number two last week, were we? Yes, we were. Yeah, yeah. we were. Oh. Well, we're, we're still static. number two. We're Static, stagnating, two. tedious, humdrum number two. Number two, we all know what that stands for. <laughs> whoopsie. Uh, no, what do you mean first whoopsie mention? I'd already mentioned that we both felt ill because of our things. We've got, <laughs> we got some good music. Dave Davis, he's a lovely young man. <laughs> <laughs> he's big brother Ray Davis. He's done records at all, but the pair of them together, they were unstoppable. Hang on, Paul McCartney, Dave Davis. What's he? What do you What's want in here? Yeah, what do you want? What Metal. Do you want? <laughs> punk. <laughs> Metal, punk. I don't know what's wrong with that. We that don't play give him everything. On this show. No. Right. We've got Matt's cultural review. What did you? What are you going to be reviewing culturally this week, Matt? Um, well, I'm going to be reviewing Superman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the ah, opera. Superman. The opera. <laughs> no, the movie. Yeah. You came with me, didn't you? I did right. come with you. We'll yeah, do that nice. together. Get your hand out your trousers. What's wrong with having your hand down your trousers? It's only the same as having your hand on your head or up your nose or on a lamppost. It's just a place to have your hand. What's the big deal, man? Come on, you squares. Trevor's Sonic Enigma's coming up. We'll get some people in here. We'll call some up. Blah, one world. Never we're all in this together, aren't we? We'll have a right laugh. Should we Holidays. Oh, yeah, send us holidays. stuff about holidays if you want. Uh, or anything, really. But holidays, that's the theme of the show. I mean, stick to the theme. What, Trevor? What is a Roman holiday? I don't know. Holiday in Rome, probably. No. Is well, it? Why? It means something. It's like a busman's like, holiday. I don't know. No, if anyone's are... listening to this show, <laughs> well, that's a good way to start. Tentative question that is, Trevor. <laughs> oh, should we just unplug the microphones and just attack you in our own private world? Just put you in a shoebox and piddle on you. Uh, if you have got a holiday story or you want, you can answer any of Trevor's banal inquiries. Hang on, this text is on six four zero six. Middle aged. How? Paul McCartney, Dave Davis. If anyone knows what a Roman, Roman holiday, holiday is, let us know. Oh, yes, I wonder, what, is it literally a holiday for the Roman battalion? I wonder, was it actually Pontius Pilate sitting on a deck chair, wheezing? Oh, we've got to be nice to him, though. T oh, I love Pontius you, Trev. Uh, me, yeah, yeah. 64046, you can text <laughs> us on. No, don't be nice. After what he done to Jesus, washing his hands <laughs> of the affair, that peak on a Sunday. Uh, so, yeah, email us, russell.6music at bbc.co.uk or text us at 64046. Now, oh, for a cheeky young upstart, Dave Davis. <laughs> when he was 16, his mum caught him in bed with five birds, so stop attacking him. He's an icon to many of us. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, when he was 16, because the kicks had already started. With five women, you mean? Five women, yeah. In his bed. Birds is just a synonym for women. I don't, I don't know like why you see it as derogatory. I, like, I do see it as derogatory. 
Well, that's but probably it, why, Trevor, you're unable to have it off. Because you're simply unable to look at women as people that you have it off with. I'm not uh, saying that that's all they are, but it's something that they should be, Trevor. You just carry on. You just carry on. What, Trevor? I love women. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not a person who bungs up my washing machine with their remains. Let's listen to Dave Davis, Death of a Clown. I like this song. It's all good. I've self-indulgently requested this be playing at my funeral next month. Really? Yeah, I have. Let's have a listen to it. Uh, at least it would cheer me up. That was Dave Davis. He was feeling a bit downbeat for some Wasn't reason. It? Yeah. You really want that at your funeral? Uh, that... And uh, Sing Me Asleep by the Smiths, that should do the trick. Why? What do you want at your funeral? Apart from the unabated joy and probably a public masturbation. I want that. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Trev, what do you want at your funeral? Uh, Bailero by the. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, be nice, be nice. Oh, oh really? Oh, good choice. You know, posh. <laughs> God. You know, I've known things about operas. What? It's a it's a peasant song from the south of France. Nice to have a peasant yeah. song. Yeah. When are you going to go to the laundrette? Look, these clothes have been worn once last night in that place. Well, you did a gig, Trev, in, in that sweaty, hot place. environment. Yeah. Yeah, we did a gig in an industrial sweaty. It's fine. I'm actually. I'm it pure. looks quite clean. You it's just right. smelt your armpit doing a Bruce Forsyth pose then. He just sort of went into a <laughs> typical Brucey pose and then sniffed his own armpit. Let's have a look. It, um, Trevor, someone's. Matt Prong is kindly humouring you, yeah. answering your inquiry. He goes, A Roman holiday. Was when Julius Caesar went to Benidorm with his Roman army. He had a right laugh, apparently. That's from Matt Prong. I think it's a Devon. joke. I think he's mucking about, Trevor. Right. Russell, Matt, Trevor. Back in July of 2001, I was still in college and had two guy friends interested in me. It was like one of those trashy Japanese romance comics. That's not oh, a reference yeah. that we've all got. Is it? No. <laughs> Trevor just went, yeah, yeah. Oh, those old things. Oh, the trashy Japanese romance comics. Well, for, for Trevor, essentially any graphic information is poured. Trashy Japanese romance comics where a high school girl can't decide which cute boy she likes more. The epiphany was when both of them took me to a free concert at Centen Centennial Park, Atlanta, Georgia, where I got a double helping of flirting and dancing. Every everything was love that night. Unfortunately, I later went to grad schools and now I'm sad and lonely. Terrible way for the school Falling to in end. love on holidays. Tia Duran. Well, have you fallen in love on holiday? Yeah, loads of times with waitresses. Any, all the, t you're in a different, <laughs> all the service you're industries. different mood, aren't you? All the service industries. Like, anyone who serves me, a cobbler. I could fall in. Do you remember when we were in Ibiza? Yeah. And there was that family who ran that. All those sisters on mopeds with no helmets, and we fell in love with them. <laughs> Moped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love those sisters. sisters. The moped sisters. They were lovely, weren't they? Yeah, that was good they? that holiday. On that holiday, when I was still heroin addict, remember we had to try and get tin foil in the dead of night so that I could have somebody oh, to yeah. hold heroin. He goes, I need tin. Were we in the same room then? This is where that yeah, holiday where one of our rooms been destroyed. thinking I was a woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mistook him for a woman. He, he said to me, Oh, we ne I need to get tin foil to smoke heroin. Yeah. And it was like about two in the morning or something ridiculous. Yeah. And I said, we, boy, You know, what are you going to do? Just go without. <laughs> you, can't, you can't go without one. understanding the nature of addiction. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a point. I'll just have a little rest. So uh, the only thing, it was my idea, I think, yeah. went to reception, this is so embarrassing, and said, can we have some tin foil? Because, and we took the camera, because we were there with a TV company, took the camera to the 
The reception goes, yeah, hi, we need some tinfoil. We're just, we're trying to make a, a, a reflector. So we need some foil to make this reflective. And, the, and like, but the thing is, they would have to have cleaned our room every day. All the carnage and foil, broken was, things lying everywhere. All burnt foil in his bin. <laughs> said, we had a, like a coat hanger and said, oh yeah, we're making a reflector. Yeah, we're this. using this coat hanger to make a reflector with. So, uh, yeah, if you could just have some foil. They gave it us though, didn't they? It is a reflector anyway. I don't know. I don't think they exist. Things, it? Thanks, Trev. Yeah. yeah. But what do you need to tinfoil for? I mean, for a bit of the old heroin. Let's not tell people how to take heroin on the air. Heroin's bad for you. Yes, it is. Really bad for you. Yeah, you Thank will. God I stopped taking that bloody heroin. Oh, it's murderous, that wasn't stuff. it? Don't ever take none. So how are you enjoying this special day, Trev? It's been nice. Oh, you've so been far. wonderful to me. It's, it's just it's like my birthday. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's completely different, isn't it? Different vibe. Absolutely. All different together vibe. different. Want to cuddle or something? No, thank you. We've got some lovely little pleasant treats coming up for Trevor over this three hours. I've, it'll be bloody blissful for that lad. I imagine this will. He's never had a day like it. Um, should we have some... What are we going to listen to? Oh, this is one of Trevor's choices. This will be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. This will be brilliant, won't it? What, what is it? Well, let's just see. <laughs> it's <laughs> one of the great melodies. You can guarantee it's that. It's not a great melody, this one. What, but it's a nice it? song. It's a, it's a nice sentiment. I like the sentiment. Why? What is the sentiment? You'll hear if you listen to the words. <laughs> Listening to things. It's called Lloyd, I'm uh, ready to be heartbroken. It's. Are you ready to be heartbroken, I Trev? So, I think so. I hope it happens to you. I hope it happens to you as a result of a bus accident. Come in, let's have a listen to it. I love you, though, Trev. A nice bus accident. I love you, too. Trevor's special day today on Russell Brand's Six Music Show. I'm Russell Brand. There's Matt Morgan over there. You all right, dear? Very well. Why have you got... Why are you twiddling that pen like a villain and looking down at something? What's going on? Just, you know, got stuff to say. We've got... <laughs> yeah, Matt's <laughs> got a message. Do. Don't forget, you know, Matt's not a simple guy. He's got a lot of beliefs and he's going to share them with us now. Have you got any text messages there? No, I haven't. I've got a, um, this Luke poem that's been... Luke! ...in millions of times. Luke's been trying to get this in. Luke's a regular listener to our show. Hello, Luke. And, and uh, hello, Kelly as well and a regular enemy of trev but it, i don't know if we can read this because it's is it not nice thing. is it anti is it anti me this, what do you want to look at it read it out it's very long read it out trev and if it's anti you we'll change it as we go uh okay the poem of trevor trevor oh trevor the little rotter kills rodents don't for use happiness. that voice this Trevor, hurry up. Day. You're oh, reading this too slow. I mean, I'm trying to be nice to you, but you're so all. bad at radio. I don't want to read it. It's horrible. Let, oh, it it likens uh, the Sonic Enigma to AIDS. Does it? Yeah. It's terrible. AIDS is much, much worse. Let's cancel his little game so it hopefully fades. He's infected the show with his Sonic Enigma AIDS. <gasps> terrible. terrible. AIDS terrible. is a terrible disease. It is. Right. When I was nine, I went on holiday to Spain and was overwhelmed by the amount of beautiful topless girls on the beach. So I thought I'd get a disposable camera and take a few photos while quickly running past the while quickly running past the women. I was gutted. <laughs> I don't understand? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, it doesn't work. I've uh, exactly. You've that. been there. When I was um, when I don't know when we, I was about eleven or twelve or thirteen or something, mm. we started to be able to go abroad for holidays. Yeah, and went to France, and it just blew my well, mind. Did you grow up in Russia? Yes, but it's weird though, in don't the you find? world, because it's it's wonderful the first week, but then after after you just become immune to it, don't you? No, never. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> Still I've never work. come immune yeah, to you naked become women. You like become immune to it. Yeah, come immune to naked women. Every time I see one, toplessness at first around. is like striking, and then you just sort of take it for granted. Unless if, that, if it's know. on the tube, um, when has that ever happened, Trevor? I don't know. I'm, I'm, but I'm saying if, if a lady was topless on the tube, then a I'd lady. Yeah. That's not a lady, Trevor. <laughs> if she's naked on a tube, well, it's I'm unlikely to be Penelope Keith. Oh, Penelope Keith naked. No, I've got lots of pictures of my little brother 
Uh, oh, Christ, man. What, what a time <laughs> to admit to this. That little guy. Well, that was Matt Morgan's Naked career, everyone. Let me enjoyed it. Let me finish that. I've got little naked pictures of my brother. I can fade your mics down if I choose. There's no point censoring us. leave that there. You're the one who needs to be censored. No. Paul Gadd, Matt Morgan. My brother standing in front of women in France. Well, you used him as a decoy. prop and said, stand there, stand there's another one. And took photos of naked women that is the oldest trick of the book that is matthew it's not as no the oldest trick is just run past, past quicker and this is, is a slight evolution past how does that help you run past and go like that it just oh, doesn't work because the camera is it's not it's about steals you've got to use your little brother when i was on holiday with my dad in pontins as a young boy this uh, i was like down the arcade bit of pontins and this girl come up to me and goes uh my mum goes, your dad's in, having, in the shower with my mum having sex with her. And that girl was on holiday with her mum and dad, right? <laughs> oh my she, was, God. she was, come and have a look. Right, was, all right. I was little, eight or nine or something. I goes along to the chalet and the chalet window was open. There was all curtains blowing outside of the window, right? As if there was a tornado within the room. I sort of looked in there and sure enough, there was my dad having it off with this girl's mum. And like, uh, she, I remember her being all sort of surprised and going, oh, like that, how people do when they're yeah. caught out having sex, you know, think she tried to cover things up. She didn't have enough arms. And then, uh, she didn't have enough arms? Well, because she had to cover up three points. Oh, bum, I see, right. Front bit and boobs. Trevor doesn't. Trevor's immune to it. No, I thought you were just Trevor just seems to have like enough arms so your dad had taken advantage exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> Paraplegic. <laughs> 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 I don't know, that's what it sounded like. Well, you know, that was a different holiday. This year, Russell <laughs> will be going to Special the Maudsley Mental Hospital. These people here are very docile. Um, and yes, yeah, so, I just sort of looked through a window. It was confusing for a younger man, well, a child, eight I was. I goes to my dad. I, I thought this is an opportunity to get money for the arcades. I goes, <laughs> I goes, have some money for the arcades. He goes, yeah, you can. <laughs> Give me, some, I think, give me fifty p. But that, in them days, that was enough to get by, man. Yeah. That's all we needed. Where was went down the huh? Where was her dad when this was happening? I don't know, but things like that used to happen a lot when I was growing up. Things like that, going to Pontins, my dad philandering about. Like in Pontins, he did well, really. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. A in Pontins, in a family there. Yes, yeah, mostly. I suppose it's single mums, but single mums. She weren't a single mum though. She was a married mum. Well, he did really well. But yeah. the atmosphere at Pontins is probably very giddy, isn't it? Oh, I don't. Know. Oh, it's euphoric, Trev. Yeah, exactly. The Crocodile Club. Yeah. Uh, was you remember the Crocodile Club? Of course I was. I was as well. I Very rose good. up through the ranks of that crocodile club. got the Masons. <laughs> Once a member of the crocodile club, you're always there. It stays with you. It's like going to Oxford. <laughs> when I meet another member of the crocodile club, there's a lot of one-upmanship. Remember the handshake? No. Something like that. Well, like a crocodile. Yeah. You had to sort of make the motion of a crocodile with your hands. Mm. Nice. Why? Did, well, I've said Barrett's dead then. That's a shame. Yeah, he was... Yeah. Really, I mean, you know, he was dead, really, from the 60s, wasn't he? Was he? <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? So, like, so when someone dies, you think, well, we're not going to get any more out of them then. That's the end of it. Like, sort of say, when Bob Dylan dies, you'll have to go, oh, that's it. That's the end. That's the full stop to we Bob Dylan. Any more out of him, no man. more Bob so Dylan. You think, no more Bob Dylan CDs then. Right, well, that's the end of that. He's really let us down. Thanks for nothing, Bob. Right, <laughs> so I just, I suppose, like, you know, finally now we know that Sid Barrett is not going to come and go, right, oh, I've changed my mind about living with mum. I've decided to do a really good new Record. So Johnny Cash died and he released a, a, another album, didn't he? That's true, and Tupac has been incredibly productive. Perhaps Sid Barrett will now really kick off, do you think? No. I think it could be his day. This Sid's time has come again. Oh, it's a shame, really, isn't it? Wow. Because what, what are you shrugging your shoulders at? 
Man! He said he, he was overrated earlier. He is. What do you mean overrated? I I, 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 well, Roger Waters and Gilmore, they're good. And uh, Sid Barrett was good. Yeah. But there was all those. He was the songs, source like, bike. Though. Yeah, he. I he, like that bike song. I've got a bike. You can ride it if you like. It's got a basket and rings and things that make it look good. I give it to you. Comfortably numb. No, but what about it goes? I give it to you if I could, but I borrowed it. It's not even his bike. That's the premise. It starts off with I've got a bike. Seconds later, he has to admit it ain't even his to lend you. Um, okay, so let's listen to. We've got to have the news, the news. first. Oh, I've got to have the news. Then it'll be Sid Barrett, right? Yeah. Let's see what's going on in this crazy little world of ours. Then we'll listen to Sid Barrett. BBC Six Music. So yeah, Trevor, it's a shame no. what's happening to you with your washing machine not working. Well, you know, I come to expect it now. What we should do, right, we'll get your clothes laundered and also we'll arrange a plumber to come round and fix your washing machine for you. Good morning, Thamesguest.com. Hello. Oh, hello there. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Um I, I want to book a plumber to mend a washing machine. Okay, so what's the postcode? Uh, Trev, what's your postcode? Uh, SC59QJ. SC59QJ. But first, um, yeah, so do, you have a pl do you have plumbers that will come out on a Sunday? Yes, we do, sir. Ah, oh, good. That's, that's convenient. And the washing machine, the reason it's not working, it's just it's all bunged up. Do you think you've got anyone qualified to help with that? Yeah, I've got someone to do that. When you say bunged up, do you mean it's, um, is the water leaking from the waste pipe when it's being drained? It's leaking from the waste pipe and it's, it's all discoloured red like an Italian <laughs> teenager's blood. Like an Italian, <laughs> don't sound too clever. Does no, it, it doesn't. Then, then there's sort of bits of hair in it, like an Italian teenager's hair. And so you got blood and hair. Blood and hair, just and water coming out of the washing machine. Yeah, Seems pretty not so silly. much water. It's mostly, it's mostly bits of Italian girl <laughs> coming out. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I can get someone to you today. I mean, what's? It's an emergency, really. Could you send someone discreet? Perhaps someone with a criminal record. <laughs> Discreet with a criminal record. Yeah, someone who's... Unfortunately, who's... don't have any criminals on her books. Ah, oh, that is a shame. I mean, but you do have one as a client. I mean, I'm actually not bo booking this washing, machi washing machine. It's from, it's from my friend Trevor Locke. Trevor Locke um, is a person I work with. His washing machine's not... He's got these two Italian girls. They used to live with him, and ultimately they it's died with him. They've got a preference to Italians, yeah. Is it, and how, could, how can you tell it's an Italian, though? Well, because it, well, there used to be two Italian girls living with him. Now there's only one crying, lonely, yeah, well, frightened Italian girl. There was a T-shirt saying, we won the World Cup or something. We won the World Cup, but we lost Maria Laura, you know, on, on a T-shirt. Right, OK, fine. That's... Well, look, I mean, I can get someone to you today. That's not a problem, sir. I mean, would you oh, like that's really rate? helpful. For so yeah, yeah, how much? I mean, money's no object. Trevor owns a bomb. Well, obviously, we've got to be very discreet about it. I mean, our normal rates would be something like about £90 an hour, but in a case like this, and obviously yeah. I've got to spend around, send around a specialist, we'd be mm. looking more on the sort of range of about £250 per half hour, obviously, with a minimum charge of one hour. Yeah, plus, absolutely. Plus your, charge, plus your VAT. You've got to, you've got, he's got to pay through the nose for what he's done. Well, I, I agree with you entirely, sir. Yeah, will Trevor be there? Trevor will probably be there cupping himself, giggling as, right. as the remains of that Italian girl <laughs> are pulled out of his hot point. <laughs> oh, by a hot point, I don't mean his washing machine. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah. Okay, sir. So, um, Trevor, what's your address? <laughs> 123. 123. Boskworth. Boskworth. Are you joking? Is that your real address? Boskworth Avenue. You well, idiot, you. Trevor. <gasps> Trevor, just give his address out on radio. Oh, no. Put that in the your phone number once as well. What's your name, sir? My name's Adrian. Adrian, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, y you could send the plumber around here to Six Music first, if you like. Um, Six, oh, right, okay, lovely, mate, yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, because like, then we can have a bit of a chat with him. 
That'd be great. Actually, yeah, send him along here because it's a complicated job. We're at, um, we're at, we're in Gildea Street, Westland House, Gildea Street, London, W1. And postcode, sir? Uh, W1... 1AA. 1AA. Lovely. 1AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> or Assassinate Azuri. Hey! There we go, off the top of my head. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, thank you, thank you very much for your help and your time. Yeah, send someone around. Someone will stay on the phone and someone will be there to talk to you. Um, then Trevor Locke will be around over his credit cards. Lovely. Emergency response unit's on its way. Thank you. We Brilliant. need emergency response unit, for God's sake. Tell them to bring some matches and some rubber gloves. No problem. Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks for your help. Cheers. Kind of us to do that for you, Trevor, isn't it? Very kind. It's your special, it's your special day. day. Yeah. Special some... day I for Trevor. Special. We love him very much. Kiss and cuddle, Trevor. <laughs> Give him lots of fudge. We got you like fudge, don't you, Trevor? Yeah, some nice. delicious fudge. Don't throw it at me. No, throw it. <laughs> don't fudge. Eat it. Oh. Eat your fudge, oh. Trevor. <laughs> Who likes fudge? Eat some delicious fudge. Got you that fudge. It's very special fudge. Eat it all up, Trev. Eat all of it. He likes some fudge. Just be ungrateful. We had fudge last night, didn't we? Yeah, we had some. Trevor calls it fudge. Actually, what it was was a breach of our professional relationship. Let's listen to Pretty Vacant, shall we? Get us a bit more upbeat again. Finally, 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 some good music for an effing change. That's the Sex Pistols, listen to Russell Brand on Six Music, I'm here with Matt Morgan, you're right there, Matt. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Pretty uplifting, if mm. anything. You're right, Trevor. Yeah, that poses a philosophical problem, doesn't it, saying that you're pretty vacant. Like well, anything, as soon as you report what you are, you're not it. Because you're, you're actually, what it's you are, true. is self-aware, reporting yeah, your own It's not true. That is the vacancy. problem with language, yes, you go, yeah. I'm sick. Right, yeah, I'm ill. Yeah, but then you're out of it, you're well enough Ill. to say that. Why would there be hospitals if people just had to admit they were ill and then they got better? Yeah, Trev, that's your a fudge. <laughs> <laughs> Eat that's your wrong. fudge! Eat, Eat your fudge! Eat some fudge! Why are you not in any fudge, Trev? Me and Matt have really got out of our way to be kind I'm to you. I'm And you've thrown fudge. it back Eat in our faces. All, all of the fudge. fudge. I've given our competition winners some fudge. I forgot to offer G some fudge. Would you like some fudge, G? What? Oh, oh yeah, this is great radio. A man offering fudge. Well, you were the one who showered me with fudge. I will shower you with more than fudge, young man, if you don't back your ideas up. What's wrong with him? We've got a letter here from a young man. Oh, no, it's not. It's from a lady. She's called... I could replace Fix-It if I had to. His name was Savile. He's Jimmy Fix-It. Right, yeah, this is from Francis. She goes, Morning! I noticed you like to poke a bit of fun of Matt's way of using his review as an excuse for a date or taking out a young lady. Hang on, who is this? I know, I know, not every week, Matthew. I think I'm maybe to shake things up, you should choose a stranger. Is that you, Trevor? Yes. You have your phone on, have you? Yes. Why? I think it makes it feel like it's a live show, otherwise people could think it's I think what recorded. it makes it feel like is we've let a bungling amateur into a dominion of professionals, and that is what's happened. <laughs> what him. are you doing in here? Eat your fudge! I'm eating my if I have fudge. to tell him again, Matthew, why will he not eat his fudge? I'll force feed you that I'm fudge. I'm eating fudge for Push that fudge. fudge! All the fudge! There's I'm fudge on the floor! <laughs> There's fudge everywhere! I'm eating my fudge. Why is there fudge on the floor? <laughs> what? Have we given you everything? And how do you repay us with fudge on the floor? Don't oh, do that, disgusting pig. That's not even with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe to shake things up a little bit, says Francis. Matt should choose a stranger to attend his review with him. Already, it's Good amusing idea. me the thought of Matt going somewhere he doesn't want to go with someone he probably won't like. Maybe <laughs> they should choose where to go. 
P.S. When I die, I want Queen to be played. Another one. That's, that's what this person, Good. Francis, wants. Uh, yeah, I'll go on dates with strangers. Why not? It'd be better than the people you do go out. They're little more than strangers, these people <laughs> you capture off the internet and drag back to your lair. That's Poor drunken sods. Yes, it is true. Is that your denial? Is it? That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Then looking down into your own stomach. <coughs> I think that's, I'm going to do that. I like that drawing Mine. of goats that person sent us. Thank you for those pictures of goats, us as goats. Brilliant. Because it's, it's like back, back an alien to see us as goats, as Sartamin. What are you saying, Trevor? Because it's my day. Please, can I challenge uh, Matt? Is it, yeah, I think you challenge Matt and me every second we're with you. You challenge our tolerance, our patience, our discernment. Every aspect of my character is challenged. You are an assault on the sentences. But you're right, Trevor. It is your special day. Thank you. So what do you want to challenge Matt to do? Well, based on that email, I reckon I want to set him up next time on his cultural view. Who I, I should be allowed to, to choose who he goes no, with. No, who? It'll just be some stupid oaf. <laughs> Trevor don't know no oafs. Yes, he does. <laughs> Down there in South London. <laughs> Who's these oafs you want us to, Matthew, go on holiday with or it's on a, a date with? I'm not, not going to send him on holiday, just on a cultural view with a person. Send me on a date with... Uh, One of them, the, the remaining Italian girl. That yeah, poor, yeah. grief-stricken cow. That's what I should do. No, I don't want to go on a date with a 17-year-old. It's their 18 now. But you're not going away on a date with a 17-year-old. I don't want to Matthew. go on a date with an 18-year-old. Well, there you are. That's part of the challenge, isn't it? That's the <laughs> <a good> challenge <laughs> if, if it's someone the... you like. The well, challenge will ultimately end up how Matt ends up serving time for statutory rape. I tell you... <laughs> say that. Um, it'd be a real challenge to go on a date with Cookie Girl. No, you're not yes, going on... Yes, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. All right, come we'll on. We'll do that. We'll send you on a date with Cookie Let's Girl. Talk yeah, about imagine it. that. That'd be awful for me. <laughs> right, we're talking about holidays this week. Holidays, it would be so nice to have an holiday. <laughs> Matt, do you remember when we went on that holiday on the Norfolk Broads? Oh. We went on holiday on the Norfolk Broads. Me and Matt, this was back in... Oh, in the crazy days. I'd done this gig at the Astoria in uh, London, right? Russell did the most ridiculous gig in the world and got stupidly highly paid for it. Yeah, we got 800 quid, which was a lot of money in those days. In the, I remember thinking it was three grand. That was how much it was in my head. Yeah, but the 800 quid in them days to us was about three that's grand. That's what I'm saying. That's how I remember. You've done a conversion in your mind. It wasn't in the swinging 60s when me and Matt weren't even born yet, you twit from a Petri dish. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, what kind of, I mean, this is absurd. You do a gig at the Astoria, you get paid yeah, 800 pounds. Yeah, 800 quid, but it's billionaire. all on a holiday on the Norfolk Yeah, let's go crazy. We're going to the Norfolk Broads, man. Right, that's... It was the last minute. We said, let's go and do something. But it's funny, the gig in itself was funny. Right, we had this story. the gig was rubbish. Oh, no, it was good, because we can remember, we got that, you made a Ouija board. This is in the days when Russell used to go, I've got a stand-up gig tonight, I need to buy some locusts and go to a... He used to go to the butchers and buy pig's trotters, pig's ears, sometimes a whole pig's head. And instead of actually going, I'll write some material, He'd go, oh, God, I've got a gig. I know get what to I'll the go. He'd go to the pet shop and buy locusts. And then, because he had no material, he'd go, uh, uh, <laughs> right, and then let a load of locusts out. <laughs> so, it was, it was it happened good. all the time, and it was his crutch. If he was nervous about a stand-up gig, he thought that a load of... Lo and it was so... It was madness. Why, we, why did you used to do I that? thought he was bringing chaos to people. We're just, right, okay, this is brilliant. Oh, we'll unleash these locusts, then we'll throw these pictures at us and smash up mice with hammer. Do you remember... Dead certain, mice, they're all... Every Dead mice all hurt. Except them locusts hurt. may have been hurt, but they were going to get eaten anyway. <coughs> yeah. Hold on. You liberated them. Them locusts were given a taste of freedom. To, to perform this act. Yeah, this this only once, so got... not after they'd seen me. Well, do you know what he did as well there? What? This was the gig where he took a Barbie. Can we say this? Yeah. He took, took a Barbie, Barbie doll, doll, put a condom on it, <laughs> stuck out of his bum. You can't say that. <laughs> And then he goes, he goes, you people are idiots. The idea of beauty is a myth. We're bringing our children up wrong. Put a condom on a barbie and stuck it up his bum. 
and, I, and he made me dress up as someone called Ray. <laughs> and you had to help oh, get that thing up my bum. No, I didn't. Yes, you I did. did. No, it was nothing to do with that, mate. Don't look at him drawing a hand, trying to draw an imaginary I line. I didn't help with that. I was cheering you on inside. But <laughs> literally inside. <laughs> the old woman who swallowed a fly. Inside was where I needed the cheer. I was up there pulling her hair. <laughs> no. Ken uh, was furious when he found out, wasn't he? He used to be in a blind panic. He's gone, right, uh, at the last minute, Matt, you've got to dress up. Uh, you're called Ray. I had to put a wig on and sunglasses <laughs> and a, a boiler suit and a pig's trotters for hands. <laughs> out of the, I had no part in the show. He never <laughs> referenced just... me. I just had to stand there. And then, ridiculously, he stuck the Barbie doll his bum. And the whole audience was stunned into, like, what the hell is this man doing? <laughs> Including me, Ray. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, then someone, because they didn't know what to say, some bloke went, uh, you're gay! Like that. And then offer a, prig, a pig's trotter. I went, shut up! Offer a pig's trotter. <laughs> We used to nearly get into fights at everything. That like was that. the last of our problems, whether we were gay or not. Like, what was the conclusion to draw? That, what you've just done there, he's gay. Yeah, no, it wasn't Ken who went up there. Well, yeah. It was Barbie. Barbie's a woman. It's not gay to stick her up your bum. It's and what I'm saying is, like, it's a, it, once you're doing stuff like that on stage, who cares what your sexuality is? What you should be shouting is, go to hospital, you yeah. lunatic. Yeah. But we've got 800 quid for that. We've got, oh, let's go away to Norfolk Broads. It'll be relaxing to get away from London and away from drugs and everything. But he's like, but we've had to. We did take loads of drugs. We took loads of drugs with us, as it turned out. Drugs are bad, drugs are bad. Only weed. And then, like, uh, bad, which is bad. Which is bad. And then, like, we, um, they're all bad. And then, like, what happened was, is, uh, like, we had to book this Norfolk Broads boat thing. And, like, I, I rang it up first of all. And goes, oh, hello, can we have a boat, please, for the Norfolk Broads, a bar? And the bloke goes, oh, is it for? I goes, they all have that voice. Oh, who's it for? And he goes, me and my, me, me and my mate. And he goes, no, no, we can't have that. What, your mate who's a bloke? And I goes, yeah, he's a bloke. He goes, no, 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 we couldn't have that. And I, so I, I ran out Matt and go, because even oh, they thought we were gay. We didn't, we couldn't work out if you thought it was because gay or just thought two blokes on a boat will, will mess it up. Which was an unfair assumption to make, as it turned out. <laughs> right, and then like, then like, so I goes, I, ran, I goes to Matt, Matt, can you, like, I found, because we had to ring loads to find even one boat. I goes, Matt, I found one that's got a boat, but I've already told him it's bloke, so we you ring him and tell him that you're going away with yeah. your wife. So Matt, so I phoned up again and he got, and I said, "Oh hello, oh hello, there. Um, um, need to book a boat for me and my wife." He goes, "Yeah, you just phoned up, haven't you?" Because <laughs> we both got, I suppose, similar accents. If you are in Norfolk, maybe those yeah. those voices might sound I said, the same. No, no, I haven't, not at all. He goes, "All right then, yeah, okay, like, just you and your wife, is it?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's just me and her." We're, you know, yeah, but then you made, made a mistake, and I had to ring back again. You made a mistake, right? And you goes, and you goes, oh, oh, I'll ring in a minute with the credit card number. Yeah, because you you were paying for it. Yeah, and I so he goes, all oh, right, then give us your details, and I went, all right, I'll ring back in a minute. I'll ring back in a minute. Then he was too much. You ring again. He thinks we're the same person anyway. You ring. You ring back and book and pay for it. So I'm a wife, and you're celebrating something. I goes, all right. I goes, all right, mate. It's me again. He goes, okay, all right. I goes, can can we book this boat, please? He goes, yeah, it's for you and your wife. Is it? I goes, yep, me and my wife. We'll be there in a minute. And then we set off because I goes, like we actually we got on the train to go there, and then we realised on the train that me and Matt couldn't pass for a man and his wife. So I goes, right, let's find someone on this train that can be our wife, and one of us will hide. I go, like, and I. Like we went up there down the train trying to find someone to be our pretend wife, and we found this girl. It was quite this nice, girl, wasn't she? Amazing, she's beautiful, quite attractive. Actually. Goes like, what? I goes to her. What you got to do is you got to come to this barge, just pretend to be my wife while Matt, <laughs> my real wife, waits around the corner <laughs> in a pub. Right? She goes, all right, I'll uh -huh. do it. Then we got a taxi. He went off to Matt went off I had and to waited go in, the sit pub. in a pub on my own. It's all weird. Yeah. And then like, me and the girl went onto the barge. And there was this bloke, like Norfolk bloke, in a boiler suit, going, all right, okay, right, this is you and your wife. Is it? I was, yep, this is me and my wife. Oh, I love that woman. <laughs> I can. Okay, 
close to me. She was realising she was in the hands of a maniac. We got we got onto the boat and like he was going right. Okay, this is how the boat works, right? You have to press this button and stuff like that. Because like I was so amazed that I was getting away with this. No, he was so proud of himself. I was so pleased as punch. This is going brilliantly. What? I'm a master. I'm Lex Luthor. I'm a supervillain. This fool's got no idea what's going on. Because I was so busy thinking those thoughts, I weren't listening to how the boat worked. I was just too busy going, oh my god, they're going to give us this boat. They're going to actually let us have this boat. We're idiots. And they're giving us a boat. So he was going, right, that's the flux capacitor. Press that button there. Use those levers to do that. And I was just going, ha ha, you bumpkin fools. We're, we're kings of the ocean. We shall sail the seven seas. Hey, yo, ho, ho. Shiver me timbers. Right, so that, but they, with the result that when he went, that boiler suit Norfolk bloke, we didn't know how the boat, boat worked. Went back around the corner to get Matt. Goes, oh yeah, that no, went didn't. well, Matt. You didn't even. I just had to wander out of a pub and find a boat with two people. Oh, did you? I didn't go back and get you. I thought I we might have texted you, man. We've got a boat. Hurry up! <laughs> I've got the boat now. And then he went off. Like we went back and we, I was in the boat with that girl. Matt goes off to get some beer, and if it was a really good atmosphere, it, was cool. it had a, like a little kitchen on the boat. Nice little cook. boat. It was a barge. So right? I went off to get supplies and booze. And then uh, and the, the, we were all like happy. Oh yeah, hey, great. Yeah, yeah, we tricked Ooh, him. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Crazy. And then uh, when I, by the time I come back, they were, uh, he left me Russell on the boat with a girl. With this girl, like either ends of the boat. And then I came back and it was an awful atmosphere. And Russell going, "You will never be an actress." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're even trying. <laughs> you already upset her. I'm upset. He just popped off to get his beer. And I probably I think the second he went, I probably went, "Should we have sex now?" <laughs> and she went, "No, no, not really. I don't feel like you're supposed to be my wife. I want to be an actress. You'll never be an actress." So I came back into that. Hey, yeah, well done. What's oh, what's this happened? Cold, Pinteresque, chilly atmosphere. <laughs> Me and her looking out of opposite ends of the boat, all so miserable. Then I had to take her somewhere to put her in a taxi. Yeah, we had to get rid of oh, her. It was all right in the end. She was. Well, we were quite grateful to her, and she was. All she right. was all right. But that story. There's more of that story. Have we got to go to the news or something? Is everything okay? <laughs> Chat on more then. Right. Oh, we, well, we've got time for a track before the news. Should we put a track on before the, the news? news just come on for another half an hour. There is no news. No. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened, mate. I've been looking out the window. I've seen all sorts of chaos going on out that window. The news will want to pick up the pace a little bit. Right. Okay then. So what happened then? Oh, we just decided to leave at six in the morning, but no, we didn't know how the boat worked. Didn't know how the boat worked. And the man so said, and the man would be around in the morning, see two blokes, and the woman had gone. So we right? had to, yeah. He could stop us. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we we tried, to, I said, well, well, let's work out how the boat Can't works be now. It must be like a car. We're in like we a boat with the guy who li who owns it. Like, Boiler sleep bloke. The other side of the sort of yeah. watery bit. <laughs> harbour. <laughs> We were you're a nautical man, you. you're a seafaring <laughs> chap. Oh, he was over the other side of the watery bits. <laughs> That's how you understand the world, isn't it? Yeah. And so we kept like starting up the engine, but he couldn't get it. I don't know what's hard to make that boat work. Yeah. It just wouldn't, but you need to open, you need to put a bit put of gas in or whatever or it is, yeah. whatever it ran One of the instructions that bloke gave us was, look after this boat, be really careful with it, and don't ever go over four knots per hour, or something like that. Oh yeah, and there's big stickers in the thing, and only ever go at four. Yeah, only go and at four. it went up to twelve. Yeah. So guess where we were At <laughs> twelve, time. we never went at four. Like, we just left, we managed to make the boat work, I think we phoned one of our mates, got that boat working, sailed off and stuff like that. We but had we... to know, what happened was, we phoned someone up who know, knew about boats, he explained how it must work, because he worked it out. We got it working, and then about it was ridiculously early more about five we go no he's a boat person he'll get up really early <laughs> let's just, let's just <laughs> boat, go we now boat people are like so we went off in like the mist into yeah, the Norfolk Broads but look far too fast you had to go slow because you eroded the banks and also you it was out of control when it was going too fast yeah and we was always drunk on that boat and like, here's a few incidents I remember I remember that, that we kept over we were, there was like you meant there's an etiquette isn't there on the broads and yeah. we kept going we kept overtaking everyone so everyone's going oh I know and wagging their fingers it's and really, shaking their fists at us it's really annoying because we 
when you overtake someone, you're still really going quite slowly. Slowly, yeah. So you're, not, <laughs> you're not meant to overtake. So yeah. there's like so ages of eye contact as you, yeah, as you overtake them. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry about look, this. Look to one side. <laughs> we bought um, a pirate flag yeah, and yeah. Um, oh, stupid dear. hats, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We, we were just great. idiots. And then like, there's this bit where we was cooking sausages and like drinking beer, and Matt just wandered off and let go of the steering no, wheel. I, Oh, I was so and we drunk. crashed up onto the back, onto the back. We'd overtaken all these, we'd overtaken all these people, and then we veered, veered up. Yeah, because I was busy. He, he was sat there reading, and I was going, "Check the sausages, check the sausages." No, they're all right, they're all right. So I left the hu the stern. Yeah, the, 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 the hull, <laughs> the, the port, the bridge. The bit where I, the captain. Yeah, and we'd overtaken all the, we'd overtaken all these people, and we veered up onto the bank, and, like, and all these people crashed. that we'd. It was like the boat was on the land. The boat was a different shape at the front from the. And then, like, so all, all those people fell off it. All those people that we'd, all those people that we'd overtaken, that sort of went past us one by one. <laughs> we all crashed. Looking at us. smoke coming out of our kitchen bit. And we <laughs> hid behind the boat, a little bit ashamed. <laughs> yeah, we hid behind the boat. Behind the beach boat. Okay, had to push it back. Let's listen to some raconteurs. Now, cause this boat story's been going on for ages. It's like the sinking of the Titanic. There's some more things that happened. There was that woman that, like, that summons geese to attack us with a whistle. Do you remember that? We went to sea in that boat. And then, <laughs> and then we totally went to sea. We're supposed to, we weren't meant to go to sea. We went to the ocean on the bloody thing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and then there's another bit where I made <laughs> Matt was ill in bed. And I goes, "Come on, Matt, let's go and see some prostitutes." Who's <laughs> going on? Yeah, I goes, back. "Stop making a fuss." Right, okay. Let's listen to the raconteurs now. We're, talk we're talking about holidays. We'll have Trevor Sonic Enigma coming up. We've got Matt's cultural review. If you want to join in with our show, it's six four zero four six detect us or Russell dot six music at bbc dot co dot uk. We're talking about um, holidays day on this six music show that I Russell Brand present with Matt Morgan and Cocky Trevor Lockie. Pete, the bedroom man, he's a, what I can only describe as a friend of the show. He says, we went to Spain with some mates at the first night fancy dress party attended by other European holidaymakers. My mate went as Hitler. That's the end. <laughs> 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 we Brits are a curious breed. We're not going to let go of that war just yet. Uh, this is from Daniel Meadows. I was on holidays in northern Queensland here in Australia once. Hey, hello, person in Australia. Q Matt. I went to Australia because I love this girl. Then we went on a boat. Then I was in the sea. Then I was friends with her brother. Then I come home again because she didn't love me properly. And I was frightened. Thanks, right, it Russell. got to the point where <laughs> I was light of my life. <laughs> I was in love with a girl. I moved to Australia. I did. It was it her fault. It got to the point where it was not her fault. That girl, that's the best decision that girl ever made. <laughs> I was bored and just filling in the days, says Daniel Meadows, trying to find something to do. I saw some old people, so I followed them. What an odd thing to do when you see an old person. Yeah. So, Daniel, you followed them. They walked into some sort of bingo parlour, so I thought I'd best just go and keep an eye on them. I'd not played bingo before. I was 22 at the time, and suddenly I realised I was the only person in the room under 60. Miraculously, I ended up winning $50. As I went to collect my winnings, a snidey old man in the crowd muttered to his wife as he threw his bingo paper in a bin. Shh, look at him. He's got his... Oh, no, he's Australian. Look at him. He's got his whole life to win stuff. Bloody hell. The whole mood of the place, because that's what they're like. The whole mood of the place changed after that wind. It was after that win. It was scary, like the old people were rising up against an infiltrator. Imagine that. Would have been scary if they all started closing in on him, all with fingers, all withered hands, all tapering off and getting thinner. And then go, he's not among us. Let's make him one of us. Like that, all oh, old. Like, yeah, like um, what's that? Like freaks. freaks. Like that film, Freaks. Yeah. 
Me, this is from Luke Gray. Me and my brother and my dad were racing on the beach. Just imagine the scene in Rocky Free when Rocky and Apollo were racing. Good bit, that. Anyway, I was running, tripped, and just landed head first into the sand. This resulted in my mouth being full of sand. Immediately after, I had to have my dinner. Imagine chicken and sand. It was horrible. Actually, eating sand would be a good challenge for Trevor. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You used to have been mentally raped by this excuse for a man and have become mates. <laughs> Toodle. Oh, that's from Luke. Toodle. That's from our mate Luke. Toodle. Ooh, says Luke. I just got a text message from Luke. Why has Luke got your phone number, Trevor? Wait, uh, because because you now his phone number and address. address on You're there. so stupid. His text says, Trevor, why did you put your address on there? Do you want to get anthrax-ridden mail? Blimey. Yeah. Terrible. Luke, that's an actual move. threat. Yeah. yeah. Well done. <laughs> but that's actually Trevor's special day. Eat some fudge, Trev, on your special day. Fudge, 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 fudge. Eat some fudge, Trevor. Do we need to wrap up that boat story? All right, hold on, we can because look, Liz from Southampton has sent us this. Every year, my parents took my sister and I on a canal boat for a week. It was brilliant when we were little, but when we were teenagers, we hated it. Every year, they essentially forced two hormonal girls oh, who hated each other. <laughs> oh. Hormonal's nice to be hormonal. Is it? No, it's annoying. I like it. Hormonal? What do you mean that you're annoyed by women when they're hormonal? Yeah. Bold on, but them hormones is what makes them have sex. So them hormones are our friends. We're always hormonal. You are, Trevor, you dirty little devil. That's why your house is full of eye-tie corpses. Every year, they force these two hormonal girls who hate each other with a passion under the best of cir circumstances to share a cabin oh. smaller than a Filipino prison cell. That's racist. Prison, Filipino prison conditions are not that bad. Every year without fail. <laughs> My Filipino holidays, Trevor, were entirely legit and I never served any time. What about that bloke we know, Cyril, who we bump into on the heath? He oh, keeps going yeah, to the yeah. Philippines, Getting telling me he's having... Yeah, let's not talk about that. I think he might go there for... Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, used to, he uses the phrase jekyll up to describe getting an erection, doesn't he? Yeah. He goes, I'm getting all jekyll up. And then what about that time he goes, uh, there's this bloke, Cyril, he looks like Father Christmas as a tramp. Imagine Father Christmas really let himself go. He looks like that. <laughs> right? And, he, and he, he goes once, he goes to me once, oh, it was terrible when I was in this institution. This fella, John Hayden, he tried to, he tried to get me in my genitals with his locker key. I seem to think he tried to cut open my genitals with his locker key. He says genitals instead of genitals. Why do you yeah. think that is? And he keeps using the word genitals a lot, as if he's trying to make us notice it. stories around so he can mention the word genitals. But I he think does, it's like he? you call yours your dinkle. I think it's a nice, friendly little uh, sobriquet for the little fella, isn't it? There's nothing friendly about his sobriquet, <laughs> let me tell no, you. he's lovely, isn't he? Yeah, I love when he said to you, uh, are you painfully thin? <laughs> <laughs> are you painfully thin? Yeah, he's ever so funny, that bloke. I like it how he goes, I seem to think, I seem to think that I might have been a younger man. And what do you mean you seem to think? If you don't know what your own thoughts are, that's mad. If you're once removed from your own thoughts, that's weird, isn't it? Is it? Like, I seem to think. Well, if I go, I seem to think that I was wearing a pink shirt that day, right? That's, you should go, I think I was wearing a pink shirt. If you seem to think it, it's like you're watching your own thoughts go by. Possibly, yeah, maybe it's a daydream, though. That's when you seem to think, isn't it? Still, nonetheless, Trip. No, no it's the same as thinking. Events. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, so them girls had to share a small cabin, and they were—they didn't ever get get on, and they were, it was a wonder that no one drowned. That's from this. <laughs> me and uh, me and Matt's holiday. Other things that happened when we was on that canal boat. Yeah, we got off. We were sort of we once dropped anchor in the middle of this lake and just drifted about. We thought How we did you yeah. get to a lake. Oh, it was a big patch of water. 
big oh, lake, and then we, we said, let's drop the anchor and sunbathe, even though it was April and it was not that warm. Do you have anchors on those things, do you? Well, they weren't long enough. Yeah, we were like just drifting around in the water. Okay. Not, it's got no hook on it. We threw it over the side, went to sleep, and then woke up, and we were in a lake, and the anchor was probably about two foot long, so <laughs> we just drifting drifting around, bumping in. And there was another ridiculous bit where Matt was like a braggart, had a hat on, was sinking beers down his gullet, going, this is different from driving a car. Look at these posts that we're going past. If you're in a car, you'll be going post, post, post. I'm king of the seas. Nothing can go wrong. Because the posts that we're going past are going past at such a... Turn your phone off, you idiot. The posts are going past at such a slow rate. There's no problem. Look at them. Post, post. And I went, post, Matt, post. And he crashed into a post that he was arrogantly boasting about being able to avoid. Smashed the boat right yeah. into a post. Oh, when we gave the boat back, I mean, it was just... It Carnage. Was, it was there was things hanging off the side of it. They was expecting a man and wife, me and my wife, to give it back. We went back there. It's all things <laughs> hanging off the boat. It looked it like I'd been totally through broken. The front of it was all dented in. All this like, rubber stuff around things the Things hanging off the boat. And a then, dead uh, goose and it, on it. And we, a dead we, goose? Yeah, there was an incident with a goose. There was, uh, and he, he just went, just get off, just get off the boat. And he threw a rope on. And I couldn't, I was a drunk. And I couldn't reverse it. I was trying to go, it. oh, that's my girlfriend's brother. Yeah, that's my brother-in-law. Uh, me and my, my wife and I had a, row, had a row. And she got off at Great Yarmouth. And this is her brother-in-law. <laughs> He's the, got on to replace her. I have to have someone. I can't be alone. Just, I don't care. Just get off the boat. <laughs> we destroyed that what poor boat. What happened with the goose? How did you get a goose? We, no, I, we stopped at this person's garden because I, I needed to wee, but we had a toilet on there, so why did we do that? I, I don't know. know. I, I we think stopped we for some reason. It at the time. And then this woman came out of it because like, their houses just sort of back out. They've got their garden and then right. it's like the, whatever they're called, the broads. And oh. um, this... I got off, and then the woman came out and blew a whistle thing that sounded like a goose. And then <laughs> goose came <laughs> from the skies. And then goose, goose came and attacked us. Loads of geese, she, plural. She summons them. Honest to God, geese had, had descended from the heavens and just like set about us. Guard geese. And we had to go, ah, ah, ran off after the geese. We thought, we're down if those geese to get away with that. We're, you send one of ours to the hospital, we'll send one of yours to the morgue. Come here, goosey. We didn't really kill we a didn't goose. Really we didn't kill a goose. goose. No. That'd be awful. I'm a vegetarian. Right, should we listen to Bob Dylan? Yes. Why not? Okay, here he is. This is Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Matt Morgan and Cocky Trevor Locke. And who are these people here? Why, it's Jack and Mandy, last week's winners of the Sonic Enigma. Hello there, ladies. Hello. 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 You look nice, both of you. You did the right thing by craning forward. You did the wrong <laughs> thing by peering up at me like a worried child in its cradle. <laughs> There's a child catch a ball down upon that child. Okay, I'll be bold. You're right, Jack. Yes, I'm Both fine. look nice in your summer attire. Well, actually, you're not wearing summer attire, Mandy. You're no, I look a bit wintery, actually. Oh, no, actually, the Look, that top looks nice. No, sorry, this is becoming <laughs> a bit yeah, of a mystery. What's going on in I'm this? just commenting on people's clothes and then it sort of tumbled into a sexual assault. Um, <laughs> we have a verbal one, for Christ's sake, no one got hurt. It's the worst kind. I never go on holidays because I don't like them, but I look forward to other people's holidays because they can bring me back free fags. Once in a family holiday in Spain, I had to share a room with my granddad. He snored, says Phil Paget. <laughs> Poor old Phil with a snoring granddad. You're right, Cocky Lucky, it's a special day. Yeah, it's a message from somebody called Lucy. She says, on a camping somebody holiday in France, the kids club got us to pick up litter and make pictures out of it. Cheeky beggars. They are cheeky beggars for making people work on a holiday. 
Ben says this. Laughing out loud, listen to your boat tales. On the seafront in Southport, everyone thinks I'm a mentalist with my laughter. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> that. Anyway, they think that, regardless. Daniel Smart says, Hey, Russ, I was on holiday with my friends in Kos in 95. We got drunk. I passed out, and they pulled my pants down, and my dinkle got sunburnt. The swines. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. That's got some of my language in it. Dinkle, swine. I've not my own language. How can anyone ever claim to own language? Jack, what are you looking at me like that for? You were fiddling. What, with my what? <laughs> Your trousers. That's right. Oh, no, we're, trousers. <laughs> we're blind to that now. <laughs> That's just the white noise, just like you don't hear the sound of your own heartbeat. Matt no longer notices me touching my ghoulies. So, um, <laughs> Trevor, what did you want? Didn't you want to play something? Oh, yes, yeah, sure I did that. Well, yeah, okay. Because Trevor was such a naive twerp and gave out his phone number on the radio, and today has given out his address <laughs> on the radio. Why don't you give out your blood group on the radio and some of your sexual peccadilloes, Trevor? I don't know what my blood group is. No, well, Did you, you know probably... what yours is? No, I don't. All I know is it's bloody good stuff, my blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare kind of blood. Go on then, Cocky, what are you doing? I'm retrieving this message. Because this... you've got loads of messages as a result of giving your phone number out on the, tele on the radio, did you? Trevor, what are you doing? July. Trevor, it's Hannah from Lincolnshire. You nom. As if you give your mobile phone number out on air. There's dangerous people out here, there, you know. Me, Luke, Jenny. Suck curry powder off my toes, please. Mm, bye. Suck curry powder off my toes. Actually, we've got that's that's just one listener who had the now to bring you up. Trev, why don't you eat some of these? We got you some delicious treats, maggots and that. Smoky bacon uh, crickets. Eat some, some crickets. Yeah, Cheddar cheese flavored worms. Nice. I bet we're within seconds of Trevor saying something about Peru. Go on, Trev. Yeah, say something um, about Peru. Yeah, we'll go, oh, I like eating maggots because in Peru people eat maggots. I've eaten guinea pig. Oh, oh you animal! He didn't even do that in Peru. He did that. It was a school <laughs> guinea pig. He was meant to be looking after in the summer holidays. <laughs> he killed it and ate it <laughs> like Buffalo Bill. It really tasted funny. Trev, it, tasted, it tasted like a, a sort of rabbit hutch. Tasted like a rabbit hutch. Yeah. Why have you even eaten a rabbit did you hutch? Not cook it. Yeah, it was cooked. Yeah, <laughs> it was crispy. It, it, it looks delicious. It's they they, they serve it with their head on. Got what legs. country are you in? What's I'm in, wrong with you? I'm in Peru. <laughs> oh, look at these little crickets. fellas. Eat them. These are little worms. These are oh. these are caterpillars. I think oh. my mum used to cook me broccoli from the garden when I was little, and often there'd be um, green caterpillars in with the broccoli. Well, you're just what? Your mum just used to pluck them and stick them in a pot. No, by accident she did, but I just eat them anyway because it, you know, you basically you it's cabbage in a different form, isn't it? No, Trev. No, it's a caterpillar. Caterpillar, isn't a caterpillar. caterpillar is not a cabbage. What is it being brought up on? Cabbages. That's all it's eaten. Yeah, well, so you could, with that logic, you could eat an Italian girl and just say, oh, I'm just eating a Mars bar, which is the logic <laughs> you Mars use bar, when you spaghetti, kill and eat Italian right. girls. Trevor, are you enjoying those worms you're I love scoffing? Them. I love them. They're very nice. You should have a go. I'm not eating them. I'm vegetarian. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Well, again, like I say, it's basically vegetable, isn't it? Everyone. I'm not eating them. This is your challenge. It's my special day. Eat that. I'm not eating a worm. It's against my principles. Scared. Kill animals. I'm not no, scared, no. Trevor. It's you cruel scared. to kill things. I think it's you cruel. You haven't killed it. Do your Sonic and Nick, This is basically a cabbage in a different form. Trevor, I you challenge you. It's my special day. Trevor, is it you standing there Ooh. with that worm between your thumb and finger. This must be what your sex life is like. <laughs> you, with that pathetic little maggot. <laughs> Ooh, I challenge you. I challenge you. Otherwise, I'm going to chop you up and put you in the hot point. Be nice. I love you, Trevor, you beautiful boy. Trevor Lucky, you fill my heart with joy. Oh, Trevor Lucky, you are we, my dream. We had that holiday in Thailand, and I ate some insects. You did, you did, Matt, and you had some other new little experiences out in Thailand, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> Lovely ones that meant you couldn't be so condescending to old us anymore. Special massage he had. Special soapy massage. <laughs> oh, it's awful. <laughs> with a toothless crone. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I made a mistake. Matt made a mistake. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. Then when he finally came round, no, all the good ones had been chosen. <laughs> <laughs> I went into this place and said, no, no, I'm married. I'm religious. I'm married. Please, I'm very leave religious. Me alone. Leave me alone. To no, try no, to do a Thai accent. I'm very religious. I'm very religious. What, I'm not one to sleep Spanish with women. Accent. What were you doing in, there in the first place if you're so religious? Waiting for them. I said, I'll just sit here and have a drink. <laughs> I said, I'll just sit here and have a drink. And then this woman said, no, 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 you have this. I said, no, no, honestly, I'm religious. I don't want to know. Are you one of these people that has fancies about reforming prostitutes? No, not at all. I don't care. I just wanted to have a beer and sit down. It's like going on holiday with Gerard Manley Hopkins. Just got off the plane. About two minutes later, we're in a great big brothel. Oh, dear. <laughs> girls lined up with numbers on them. It was all... Really? So that is the there. best system, Matt, for picking the women! Listen, listen, <laughs> what happened? And I said, no, 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 I don't want anything. And then she goes, no, you have to, you can't just sit here. You yeah. have to have something. So I said, well, I wouldn't mind a, like, traditional Thai massage. <laughs> she goes, oh, we only have two women who know traditional Thai massage. I went, Step oh, okay. forward, toothless crows. They came from out the back. They weren't even part of the numbered bit. They were really, really old. And they were going, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. No one picked us before. I know. Oh, no, no, no. Went, oh no, oh, I don't, I don't want a massage. And then he tried to change it. I'll have number seven. I'll have number seven. Go upstairs number seven well doesn't do time massage. Too late for number seven. No, please. I like number seven. I'll pay extra. I like to go upstairs. It's old lady who gave me a time massage. That's terrible. Terrible. Prostitution's wrong anymore. She was lovely, actually. She was telling me all about her village. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised she could speak, Matthew. What with the missing teeth and the other obstacles clacking around on her tongue. Poor cow. So, should we do Trevor Sonic Enigma now? Let's hear it. Have you made a trail for it? Don't need Trevor. The words Tre Trevor Sonic Enigma, more than any other words, should evoke an elicit a response in you. Well, I've just... I've, those worms have backfired on me. I'm not surprised. What yeah. would you expect oh. from eating worms? Yeah. What's the matter? Oh, We've no. got trails, haven't we? Made a trail for his... Let's hear yeah. it. Let's oh, hear oh, Trevor's right. one first. Trevor's trail yeah, for Trevor's his Sonic Enigma. Because we all know Trevor's Sonic Enigma. You were the winners. What was the one you got right, uh, Jack and Mandy? Kirsty McCall, there's this guy who works down the chip shop, swears he's Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to uh, take the gloss off of your achievement, but that's the one that actually no one entered incorrectly because it was so it bloody was obvious. <laughs> but you did it first. So you did it first. Yes. So well done, Jack. Let's listen to Trevor's trail. This is just to advertise that Trevor has a Sonic Enigma. Let's hear it. Sonic, Sonic, Sonic Enigma. Sonic, 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 Sonic Enigma. 40 seconds. Trevor, your Sonic Enigma trail is ridiculous. What did you think of that, Mandy and Jack? We couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were blessed, you were spared, because those of us who did hear it, we were the curse. Those that could ignore it, you were the lucky ones. Me and Matt made a little trail as well for it. Sulok, my wife, I'm Billock, your husband, father of Trevor. What is that god-awful stink coming out of the bedroom? I don't know, I'm terribly worried. There's all sorts of steam and gunk coming out of the window and the door. It was bad enough when as an adolescent he would constantly self-abuse with mice tails wrapped around his genitals. Is this worse than that? I think he's building some kind of enigma. But Bill, didn't you once used to build your enigmas too? I, as a younger man, did build enigmas, but then I met you soon. And I felt no more need for enigmas. I fear Trevor will always be alone because he's wedded to his enigma. 
worse. Also because he was born with a winkle that was fused to his leg. <laughs> it's so badly fused. Should we gnaw it off together, Stulock? Well, we always do, don't we? Especially at Christmas and Easter. Let's gnaw it off. Kiss me, you stupid cow. Right on my titty. <laughs> That was silly. It's too long and rude, wasn't it? Very rude. rude. Very disrespectful to my parents. Yeah, sorry about that, Trent. And to my dinkle. And to your dinkle, <laughs> but it is mostly fused to your leg. It's not fused to my leg. Stop Those worms it. are horrible. Stop eating them, then. I'm Eat eating the fudge. fudge now, aren't I? I'm eating the fudge. Eat your fudge, you ungrateful boy. Sonic Enigma <laughs> winners, uh, Jackie and Mandy, would you like one of Trev's worms? Yeah. <laughs> you poor, poor really? girl. Yeah. Yes. Hey, wait, come on. I've eaten them all. Is Have a cricket. Give them a cricket. Have a cricket. Have a cricket then. What Have a cricket, girls. Smoky bacon crickets. That's awful. silly, isn't it? What's the point of making a cricket oh, wow. taste of pig? <laughs> What's the point in any of this, Trevor, for <laughs> God's sake? You no, two, what are you acting <laughs> on about? A couple of fish wives. <laughs> Eat your bloody crickets. We're going to get a drink ready for afterwards. Have some fun. Surely that's that. half the fun of eating a cricket, is yeah. to know what a cricket tastes like. Eat them! It's taking too long. Crikey! <laughs> I can't open it. Oh, I just tore it open and some flavour went in. Right, should we listen to this enigma Smoking. while we're eating all this rubbish? Yeah. Hold on, this they're about now. Let's hear the girls' reactions to eating these ghastly crickets. Do they look Ready? like they do, don't they? Don't Nasty. They? They just... How do they... Right in the mic with it. What's the point of that? That's stupid. No, Why don't you just go into, out into the street and eat broken. stag beetles? Mm. Why don't you? Mm. It's cruel. So um, let's listen to Trevor's actual Sonic Enigma. If you can work out what this is, Maybe. you're a better man than I am. I've not heard it yet. Shut up, competition winners. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me fuck you up a bit. Oh, look at that. I can see my face in you now. The sun glistening off your knees. That pleases you. Everything pleases you. Your disposition is genial. Your temperament is even. The surface of your skin is perfectly lustrous, brilliant, and there's more than one of you. Oh, Trevor! I feel nauseous. I fear for the, the remaining Italian girl more than ever now. She's having the holiday of her lifetime, Russ. <laughs> what is it, a little holiday in heaven, is it, Trev? <laughs> a holiday in the afterlife, a holiday from life, a holiday from existence. If you know what that was, sounded to me just like what I usually hear every time the show finishes and Trevor <laughs> shuffles off into the disabled toilets. If you can work out what that is, text us on 64046 or email us at russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. What are we going to have a listen to now? Signed, still delivered. Stevie Wonder. This would be uplifting. Let's have a listen to this then. BBC. Six Music. Uh, it's Russell Brand with Trevor Locke and Matt Morgan and our competition winners, Jack and Mandy. How are you, ladies? Very well, yeah. thank you. Quite fruity the atmosphere in here today, isn't it? There is a very fruity atmosphere in here. Charged. I think it's because Trevor's been so flirtatious with you. We've got some fruit for you, Trevor. A delicious fruit basket. Wanna try? Now, I know where that's come from. What do you mean? It's a fruit the, basket. We got you. You didn't we get it. You asked you. the producer to get it, and you asked him to go around the back of Sainsbury's where they throw out produce. <laughs> and that is disgusting. That's rotten. I nearly ate some of that. It's rotten. It's not rotten. <laughs> Lovely basket of fruit. It's sweaty. It's sweaty. It's sweaty. It, tastes, it tastes like some sort of three-day-old fruit punch. Wanna try? No. You are very ungrateful. You should eat some of that. It's a fruit basket it's a with fudge. a It's got a rotten tomato in it. <laughs> have some grapes! No, 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 don't, don't, don't. Right. have to clear up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You've started a war now, sunshine. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, I ain't started saying I can't finish, man. Yes, you have. Right, there's a wrong answer there. Would you like to read it out, Mandy or Jack? I'm in love with my car. By sure Queen. You so, uh, is it that the correct answer, Trev? Well, as you announced it as a wrong answer, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to contradict you there. How 
How dare you undermine the mechanic of this show, I Trevor? I think you did that yourself without any assistance from me. And there we don't are, do another that. raspberry. Please, I don't kill Italian girls. Please, I don't kill mice. <laughs> um, should we listen to the Enigma again? Uh, go on in, might as well. Where is it? magic, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? Just let me buff you up a bit. Oh, look at that, I can see my face in you now. The sun glistening off your knees. So much that way. pleases you. Everything pleases you. Ah, yeah. Your disposition is genial. Your temperament is even. The surface of your skin is perfectly lustrous, brilliant, and there's more than one of you. Oh. There's more than one of you. Have you frightened me sometimes when I, know, I do I these do. things? Pete the Bedroom Man has, has asked me if uh, that is perfect skin by Lloyd Cole and the commotions. Is and it? this is what I'm going to say to him. No! Trevor! <laughs> barking at your audience in yeah. that fashion. What's wrong woof, with woof. you So, okay. I've had an offer of a date. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Why are you being so glum about it, Matthew? I've had an offer of a date from you Lindsay. Lonely, You've got, got to go out with her. No, because she's up, she said, if Matt ever needs a date when he's up in North Wales or near Manchester, I'll be happy to oblige Lindsay. Well, because we're going on tour soon. Uh, I'm doing a stand-up tour, supported by none other than Trevor Locke. That's going to be great. We'll be in Manchester. I don't know if we're going to North Wales. You're going to come up because we'll be doing our six music show around the country. We're taking it out on the streets, man. We're doing one from Reading Festival. It's going to be all over the yeah, place. Yeah, and I refuse to go on stage without you dressed in a mask with pig's trotters out of your sleeves. <laughs> all right, yeah. It looks well, nice it's, like it's, that. It's quite an act, actually. It's a big look, man. Should we I've just left a message from Noel Gallagher. I've left a message for David Walliams. None of these people are available. Should I bring up my Italian girls? Well, you said they don't even speak. You're, one of them's dead, so uh, there's no <laughs> point ringing her. But like, and you said they don't speak enough English to be able to defend themselves or to answer a phone. Well, that'd be quite amusing. It's better than not having Noel Gallagher on, isn't it? I reckon we should have Tim Westwood. Yeah, Let's give him a ring. We've not spoken to him for ages. ages have we? We've not spoken to him since well, David Cameron started on him. Should we listen to the Perpetual now? Well, yes! Get Trevor all worked out. We've got... Tre Trevor, They're going to come on the show. Yeah, and you've organised for Katie Mellie to come on, haven't you? I'm working on that. I'm nego in negotiations with our management company at the minute. You're in negotiations? You should be trusted to do negotiations. You'll nose it up. Well, I won't. I just want to assure her that she'll be treated with respect here. Of course she won't be, Trevor. The way she you behave is disgusting. I will be treated... I'm a fan of her work. <laughs> Why? I want her to come in here and do an acoustic set. I like her. I think Katie Mellie is good, if anything. She is good. Right, so listen, let's put our... Um, right, so also, go to russellbrand.tv to look at where you can come and see me and Cocky Locky do stand-up. russellbrand.tv. So am I coming on that tour? You are yes. coming on that tour, because we've got to do all radio do shows. What? You do and your pig's shows. And your pig's trotters. It's like a radio show every Sunday. That's, why, We're only touring at weekends. Yeah, you will be living on a bus, Matt. I don't <laughs> think you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be you, bag puss, <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of perverts just bag, on a bag bus. Bag puss is a friend of Russell's. Bag puss and I get on very well. <laughs> I've called bag puss. I've left a message for him. He doesn't see me up yet. That was wrong with him. But Emily loved him. Let's listen to the pipettes. Just drivel. You're right, cocky Trevor Lockett. I'm all right. That record's put me in a right good mood. You look like you've had a stroke. You look like Owen <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Poor sausage. The composition winners are here. Jack and Mandy, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. Mandy, you came and you gave her out taking, but oh. we sent you away. Oh, Mandy. You all right, dear? Yeah, I just knew that was coming. Did you? <laughs> now, well, let's see if this is a surprise. There, yeah, we're naked. We're not really. We're just <laughs> saying words. It's just language, essentially. Trevor, were you going to... Um, right, so if you think you know the answer to Trevor's Sonic Enigma, uh, check in with a psychiatrist, then send it to 64046. <laughs> Trevor, have you got a holiday story to tell us about? Um, yeah, I have, yeah. Um, Go on, then. Well, what, the tell us it. I'm telling him it's it now. It's a special day. Do you want some fruit? We got you fruit. Oh. Eat some fudge, Trev! He's minded, doesn't he? He gives you a thing and then... Start your story. Eat yeah. your fudge! Well, I, I lost all my clothes once when I was on holiday. Um, 
because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was backpacking. Yeah, so yeah, cool that. Backpacking, fudge packing. <laughs> you do the math. Come on. And uh, I'd learned to speak a bit, Ital- a bit of Italian. Yeah, and how much? Enough to say, come back to my house. <laughs> I won't murder you. Then put your parts in my washing machine. <clears throat> uh, a gentleman approached me on Rome, Roma Centrale. I think it was. Mm. It's the station in Rome. And he started chatting to me, and I was flattered by it. And I started. You were flattered. Because the hands oh, gesture. I was, I was flattered. flattered. I was immediately flattered. Well, this gentleman is flattered. Me, I can but kiss you, sir. I may not have much, but I am true of heart. Kiss me, you Italian fool. So I chatted with him, and we started talking. It was it was a World in Cup what here. Language? Uh, in it's in Italian. The international of language of love, Matthew. Anyway, the international language of mutual touch. I was on my own because my friend Paul Baroni had left me uh, to I'm get some not tickets. Surprise! He came back. And Paul Baroni ca- was probably terrified. One night in a youth hostel <laughs> with you, it's like going camping with the West family. I would imagine. When he came back, he said. Uh, Who's that you're talking to? I said, I don't know, he's a very nice man. He said, you shouldn't shouldn't have been talking to him. Where's your rucksack gone? And I turned around and my rucksack had gone. Well, how did he manage to pickpocket a rucksack? He's about the he size working, of your back. He was working. He was a decoy, wasn't he? He was a decoy. You're always going on about decoys, Trevor. Yeah. Do you remember last week? He goes, "Oh, I've had my, I've had my glasses stolen or my watch yeah. stolen or something." Because my glasses. Decoy. Who steals glasses? I don't know. I reckon it's because they're brand new and they've got quite a nice case. So somebody thought, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah. Who do you think was some sort of magpie? I don't know. I don't you? know. It's down in Balham. I reckon it was a you drug addict. <gasps> Trevor, don't say that Balham's well, a drug addict. I was exhausted because I've been driving a lot. What do you think that Italian man got away with from? Your rucksack. I mean, I'll what? tell you what he got. He got all my clothes. Because I, I, I well, just, great. <laughs> <laughs> he got. That would be like staging a robbery in Oxfam. <laughs> it's got, all my possessions. All what I was, was going to do: go wandering around Rome, the chicest, most chic city on earth, dressed as Alan Bennett. <laughs> oh, hello. If I can direct you with to the Colosseum. You know, with one leg fat, one leg thin, and a paper dragon. Oh, I'm, I'm really living a crazy life. The Vita Bella. Let's get into the fountain and frolic, shall we? In brown cords and a little beige cardigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did he get? Everything. He had my plastic Everything. fake leopard skin raincoat. Oh, he had my, what oh, a loss. No. What a loss. That's, that, that was a beautiful item. I used to go out in that. That was a fantastic. Sure, you don't have to say fake leopard skin if you've already prefixed it with plastic. We know that there aren't plastic <laughs> leopards living in the world. Leopards may change their spots, Trevor. What they don't do is change their anatomical structure. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was left topless that night, and we were travelling then from Rome. Topless? Because it was hot, it was hot. Like Suzanne Midzi on the show, like Linda Lusardi. I was left topless. I had no dignity. My charms were on display. The Trevor Locke family jewels out for all to see. I was about to board the night train from Rome to Paris. If that's a euphemism, Trevor, for you and Paul Baroni getting off of each other and giving each other little dicky back rides. <laughs> little dicky back rides around Rome. <laughs> No, look. Um, All I so I took my shirt off just before I got mugged because it was so hot. So I was just before you got mugged. (laughs) (laughs) Trevor, you make mugging sound like a date. That's the closest you get to a healthy relationship, isn't it? Being mugged. (laughs) So there I was. If you ever approach Trevor in a darkened alley, you better have an engagement ring with you (laughs) because he might want it to lead to a second date. (laughs) So so. I was there, I had my gay sort of 
denim Italian Italian jackets a little bit. Why did you say gay? Why are you attacking gay? Do you know what I mean? The, the, the cut of them is a bit gay weird. Gay is not a pejorative term, Trevor. Um, no, it was a description of this, this jacket. It was. Show is I liked it. I bought it. I'm all I hold my hands up and say oh, I bought it, but it did make me look a little bit. And this happens later. Don't take a lot of effort to make you look gay. Well, anyway, so I was on the night train wearing this jacket, and underneath was my skin, so you could see my skin coming through. It looked like a choice. It looked like a lifestyle choice. Like a choice. And we got into a compartment. You must have looked like a sheaved dinkle. And one of our techniques for getting a compartment to ourselves was to take our clothes off. Yeah, then, that's a good technique. Oh, that's got then, no drawbacks. Well, it hasn't, because when... Oh, you're smart as a whip, you, Trev. Hold on, we can get a compartment all for ourselves here, Paul. All we have to do is sit here naked like a couple of absolute pervs. It's, people just open the carriage and then look shocked and then go off They probably... Uh, uh, yeah, one disadvantage, I imagine, is that you're up to your ankles in vomit. <laughs> you see, we're sat here naked. <laughs> anyway, we met this bloke and I didn't speak very good Italian, mm. and Paul told him that I was gay mm. and very shy, <laughs> and I'd come to Italy, and it, you know, it was my In first experience. Exactly, yeah, and Probably I thought he was talking about a different truth, things. is it? And so for the whole of Rome to Paris, this guy was following me around. Every... He was in a train compartment. Yeah, I know. We had to change. You know, we had to change. We had to change at Turin. We had to change at Lyon. And then we got to Paris <laughs> and we had to go to Brest. No and he wanted to come with us. Brest, Renee. Turin. Lies, 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 Trevor. If this is your way of saying I've been romping around Italy <laughs> in a leopard skin jacket, this case meandering coming out, the most meandering coming out of the closet I've ever heard. What do you say to that, Cocky? I say that you've, again, you know, uh, this was my special day. It's not going <laughs> Have some fruit then, have some fudge. No. We let you have that big long bit where you talked about being gay. Here's a message <laughs> from Gary Salmon. He goes, Eat some fudge, Trev! And he's just been to Amsterdam and he went to a live sex show. It was really unerotic. Oh, dear. Well, what does he expect? So he went to a kids' science museum on Magic Mushrooms. <laughs> They're not. I cried at one once. Did you? <laughs> yeah, well, the actor right. I was working with was very rough. <laughs> <laughs> here's a, here's did, a message. Did you really? I bet you did. Yeah, you? I did actually, yeah. Why did you Why? cry? My dad took me to one when I was about 16, and it oh. just was like there's people having sex on stage. I just, it just seemed tragic and sad. Yeah. Luckily, though, I've grown up with no scars. Here's a message from Edward Yap. I went on holiday with my girlfriend on a last minute deal to Tenerife. We were housed in what can only be compared to an Edmonton Tower block, something out of train spotting, you know. It was New Year's Eve, so we went to the nearest bar. It was a for Germans. With, <laughs> <laughs> the only English people were a gangster from South London and his hairdresser hair bird. His bird goes up to mine, who is a strappy goth and had the flu. That's a really interesting sentence. Strappy <laughs> goth and had the flu. In the meantime, the Cockney bruiser told me his son had been shot in gangland warfare, then complimented me on my attire. That's a bit mad. Like Will Young. My son's been shot in a gang war. You look nice like Will Young. They plied us with booze and it became increasingly apparent that they wanted us to accompany them to their apartment for some boy-girl-on-boy-girl action. He kept winking at me and saying, you know, don't ya? We waited till that was a bar and then we ran off. After that we saw him every day at the pool. He was reading a book that he explained was about a geezer who shot some coppers and ended up inside. Sounds like a nice holiday. Particularly mm -hmm. when compared to Trevor's romp through Italy. Like Lord Byron and Shelley sounded like you and Paul Baroni. A little bit. We used to get thrown out of discos quite a lot. <laughs> I remember you crazy once guys. We got thrown Probably out. Probably because you were naked to try and get a booth to yourselves. No, it was they Here's a way of getting our boo a booth to ourselves. Put these cocktail olives on our naked laps. How are you making them olives stand in a line? I'll tell you a secret. Okay, let's, let's listen to the session track now from the Doves. Should we have a listen to that, Matthew? Um, flaming Lips, actually. Oh, it's Flaming Lips? 
Oh, Sounds yeah, a bit absolutely. like a dove, so, doesn't it? You always look at the wrong bit. So what? So what? It's for judging <laughs> me. There's some things I'm good at, there's some things I'm not. Can what I make want, a cocky? Just once, can we throw to a piece of music without an introduction so it's like a surprise? All right. Yeah. Right. right, here's a piece of music. <laughs> no, not with you saying, here's this, like, like at the end of a thing and then Matt just bams it in. Like well, they do on others. Bams it in, I don't know. I don't, bams you know. it in? Well, you know, like... You we... understand the art of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Matt doesn't bam things in here. It takes a lot of skill to do that. It's not like killing a trout. a little ball of fudge in your finger. Eat your fudge, I'm Trevor. trying to find interesting ways of eating it. Eat it. it. Trying to find interesting ways, and the way you thought is by pushing it into your balls. <laughs> just eat it. I'm, making, so I'm making little shapes out of it. It's like putty. It's not like putty, it's, it's like very food. like putty. Eat it, you're ungrateful. Eat, I'm eating it. We're trying to make this day special for you, Trevor, and you have been beastly. You have ruined yet another Christmas. Thanks very much. Competition winner, girls, Jack and Mandy. You've got some wrong answers there. What are they? Right, this one oh, I mean, says... No, hold on. Oh. You've got some answers there. What might be right or might be wrong. <laughs> we don't bloody know as yet. Because Trevor ain't told us. Read out the things and tell old cocky lucky. Okay, Alan Jepson says, um, is Trev's sonic enigma driving in my car by right. madness? Is it Trevor? Is it that? Well, that Will is we madness know? to think of that. I don't know. Where, <laughs> why, where's the car reference? I don't get it. Shiny. Oh, yeah. Go on then, Miss. Right, other there's one. another one. Andy Cornwall says, Trevor, is it Golden Brown by The Stranglers? Is no. it? What an absurd thing. <laughs> is that what you'd been using, Trev, when you contrived it? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. it's not it. That is not. And he's uh, from Cornwall, probably, rather than he's, that's not his name, Cornwall. Well, there's no comma. Oh, it's Alan, Andy Cornwall. Andy Cornwall. Yeah. Trevor, don't judge people when people are trying <laughs> to just trying to help, help you. Alan from Jepson. Alan from Jepson, that's is, right. Is that the answer that I can see on there? Uh, I can't look at your skin. I can't look at your skin. Is, is What's wrong with yes. everybody today? Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> 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 oh, Trevor, no, that's, that's a that's Graham Coxon song. Right. That's sort of a fitting, joke. isn't it? Pardon? And, uh, look at your skin and polishing it, and then there's that. That's why I thought that was the answer. Oh, I say. Stop it, you pigs. I can't like pair of don't jerks. Don't even know what the answer is. I thought I don't you know would have learned how, how my mind works no by now. interest in the competition. Trevor, the Sonic Enigma is something Matt and I tolerate. It's just like a flatulent uncle. I thought you enjoyed it. No, it's ridiculous. Your enigmas to us are just puffs of vile gas I'll that come up fill with up our radio for next week. I'll do, I only want you guys to be happy. Do you? Yeah. Look at Trev trying to turn the tables. We want you to be happy. It's eat some fudge, day. Trev. Some fudge. Oh, it's your Christ. special day. Why don't you eat some fudge? This is, I'll never want fudge again after this. Eat it. That's why we're trying to help you. Eat your delicious I fudge. Like I had a fudge addiction before. Oh, and denial. The oh, first, first day. Last night cycle. was the first poor, time that I had man. fudge for about four years. <laughs> last night. He was eating fudge last night. It now was he's delicious fudge. again. He says he's not got a problem. I've never met anyone who eats as much fudge. One of those pieces of fudge. How did I surprise it you? It had cool, delicious ice cream around the like edges. That, didn't you? Yeah. What on earth are you two on about? Well, after our gig, we went and had some ice cream. It's nice. If anything. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we would rock and roll at that gig. Let me, I can't tell you how, but let me tell you, I've done some things that were cool. I oh, know, I've heard about this. <laughs> Trevor was skidding about in our dressing room after that. <laughs> so, okay, let's listen to, what should we listen to now? Oh, can't we oh, do a right. bam? For God's sake. This oh, bam thing, Trevor. This bam trip, just let go of the bam. Well, I've adapted to him. Yeah, I know. I the bam doesn't work. Eat. Stop fiddling with your toffee paper. Eat your, eat eat your fudge. Eat it or put it down. I'm working it into an interesting <laughs> shape, first of all. Trevor, Whilst it's in, in the wrapper, then I unwrap it. Let's listen to Graham Coxon and just... Well, hang on, let's go on, Trev. Yeah, here we are. Six Music. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. Me with Trevor Cocky Lucky, Matt Morgan, and our competition winners, Jack and Mandy. Is Tim Westwood there on the phone? You there, Tim? Hey, what's up, sir? Oh, you know, I feel quite well today. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. Where are you going? To airport? 
Yeah, man, just about a break out. We like all those summer resorts we run through, man. So we're going to Malia today and Ayanapa tomorrow. Is it rough out there, mate? Um, I like Malia the best, man. That's like the real grimy one. That's what like Napa used to be a few years ago. Right. And then uh, Mallorca, Magaluf is the crazy one for the white folks. That's the crazy one. Really? Depends what you want, man. Do you wear like holiday uh, clothes, like shorts and stuff? <laughs> Nah, I, I really ain't built for it. I mean, uh, a lot of cats in hip-hop have these real baggy long shorts which go like two inches just above your sneakers. Yeah. But my legs are so tiny coming out of those, you know, I look like I've got pegs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit embarrassed in summer clothes myself, Tim. I would tend to wear just like skin-tight jeans most of the exactly. year. I can't actually tell if you're wearing jeans or not sometimes. <laughs> They're so tight, baby. Normally when I'm with you, I am wearing jeans. I, I think the very oh, next time, time you put some baggy joints on, I remember you came around and you know dressed as me the other day, man. That was uh, I felt... wasn't exactly cross dressing, but it was more westward dressing. <laughs> it felt like cross dressing. I think I'd have been happier in a frock rather than. Do you remember you, your man Matt said something really observant, like how different you looked. You just Matt's didn't here. look Russell Brand, man. You didn't look rock and roll. You looked hip hop, yeah, and it was good. powerful. It looked like Fred Durst or some sort of <laughs> rock crossover. <laughs> yeah, think... yeah, an old mixed breed. We're talking about holidays on the show, so uh, okay. Like, have you uh, got any holiday experiences you'd like to recount? To be us. honest, I don't do days off and I don't do holidays. You work really hard, don't yeah, you? Yeah, man. I'm, like, hip-hop is just so big. There's so much happening. I just, I don't pause, baby. I'm, I'm sure I'd probably do my job better if I did, but I haven't had a holiday probably since I was at school, man. <laughs> like, never, <laughs> never like, holiday. no days off, no holidays, man. That's like a firm rule here at the office, man. We You're just, like we a... grind all the time, man. If we weren't flying out today, I'd be in the office all day, just, you know, sawing out my music, doing what I gotta you do, man. You work so hard. You're like a hip-hop diplomat, aren't you, really? You're uh, constantly... Uh, yo, man. I mean, it, yo, if you love what you do, man, I mean, look how hard you work, my brother. I do. I work really hard. I work all... Yeah, the, and it's, it's made doubly difficult because the people I work with, like Trevor Locke and Matt Morgan, are unbearable layabouts and oafs, you know. Oh, so totally on holiday at all times, my brother. They're, they're like is a holiday i'm carrying a lot of dead weight whereas the people you work with are quite professional aren't they exactly man we have no stowaways on my team <laughs> no stowaways <laughs> my team's made up of stowaways they're bloody useless yeah, exactly man no loafing man just straight focus baby understand what we do man how's i mean hip-hop is just so big out there man how come you always how, down how willy oh my willy bounce yeah i learned some show when i went on westwood's radio show i had to learn a, a dance called the willy bounce who are them lads i learned it with loc man because they set you up with the crazy frog and then, you know what I mean? The crazy but the new one is that. the Dirty Wine. The Dirty the Wine, I've one. heard about this Dirty Wine from some girls that come to my Big Brother programme. I, I, I saw them when they asked you about it, man. I thought you was really going to get into it, but you didn't. <laughs> I couldn't do it! I was <laughs> nah, embarrassed! To be honest, the Dirty Wine it, it, is something for women to really express themselves with, and it doesn't look quite right when the guys do it. Right, it's not really for boys, is that the nah, thing? but yeah, you, you'd probably do it very well. Yeah, I know. Oi, 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 now! That was a sneaky joke! Hey, that to... was not a sneaky joke, I was just, you know... You were trying you know, to insinuate that I'm a bit camp, which I think oh, is unfair. Yo, we have the same driver who drives us around. Really? Mike, in the uh, BM. Oh, hello, Mike. Yeah, he's a lovely fellow. Do you remember yeah, when, man. when I came to your... I really liked it when I came to that night of yours, mate. That was an astonishing experience. I like that bit. Like, what's it called? A joint? It's called a Tim Westwood joint, is it? Like when we, that thing that was in Islington. Well, it's just a party, man. This is just how we party, man. That's how we get down, man. We have a lot of fun, man. Well, I had a lot of fun. I like that bit where all them girls dance sort of on the ground. 
They yeah, that, that's the dirty wine. That's the that dirty, the wine. dirty wine. When that record comes on, women lose their mind, man. In, 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 in those parties, man, women just go crazy. It's a lot of revelry. I found it very exciting, I must say. I know, man. I heard you had a little private session in the corner that night. I did. I did have a private <laughs> session in the corner. Which you probably shouldn't talk about on the radio. Three girls sequestered me into a corner and taught me some dancing. I was ever so shy. You know I'm shy about dancing. It was terrible, man. It was terrible. <laughs> but it was like... I, I mean, what really emerged from me was just like how big you are on the street, man. You're like a ghetto superstar. Cats was really talking about you as like if, if, if you'd come down and done a, like a guest PA down there. They were just happy to have you I there. I am man. a ghetto superstar. You're yeah, a ghetto like celebrity, my brother. I like that. I like the idea of being a ghetto celebrity. I might pop down to the ghetto after the show with Trevor <laughs> yeah, Lock and Matt Morgan. Cash in on your superstar status. Why not? You know, I'll just bust some moves out there, see if I can get myself some action. Maybe a kiss <laughs> and a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. The cat talk about yeah that's really cool Tra it's not literal cats you fool it's bleeding vernacular of the street Tra yeah, Lock doesn't understand the modern world Tra uh, if you were to mention any of your hip-hop icons uh mr westwood to trevor Locke, he would just look all baffled and confused and glazed he's only just caught up with the idea of the shadows and bill ailey's comics <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely one step out of tune yeah he's, man i did notice that you know i have noticed that over the times you know with trevor you know what i mean he's that funny looking dude <laughs> you know what i mean sitting at the side of the table just happy to be there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean just grateful for the bring in, happy, you know, is somewhere warm and, you know, people yeah. acknowledge him, you know, in the shine of your superstardom, dog. Thank you very much, Mr. Westwood. Hey, I hope you have the best of luck out there. Is there anything you want to promote? Because I know you're... Like, yeah, man, I'm cool. You know, I do my thing Friday, Saturday on Radio 1, man, so we have a lot of fun with that. TimWestwood.com is really blasting off. Album in stores, you know what I mean? Pit My Ride UK comes back season three in August, but I have nothing to promote, really. <laughs> nothing, nothing <laughs> aside from that. We saw a picture of you yesterday, didn't we? Well, we, saw, we saw a picture of you, Tim, uh, uh, on the M4, or just off the M4 at oh, Junction yeah. 13. What happened? What happened? Well, we just dropped, we came off the slip road into Newbury, where we were doing our gig. Well, you were doing a gig last a, night? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You worked so hard, man. We I, do. I heard your comedy st show is incredible, man. I mean, if cats want to know where you're performing, what website should they go to? They should go to russellbrand.tv. You are the master of promotion, <laughs> Tim Westwood. Hey, thank you very much for your time. And may I just say, I think what Dave Cameron said about you was a cheap, slimy, Tory trick. Yeah, man. I, I haven't really much to say about that, man. I haven't really much about to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? Dignified. Very dignified, yeah, Mr. Westwood. Hey, thank you very much for your time, mate. Have a lovely time out there. Give uh, our love to Dre. And are you going on holiday? Oh, yes, we're going to get a little break. Uh, I think uh, Trevor wants to go to uh, Mykos, uh, I believe is a sort of a resort where he... In, or Mykonos. Mykonos. Mykonos, that's the place. Is that near Lesbos? It, I mean, ideologically, yes, it is. <laughs> just, oh, just change the, the genital... <laughs> He, he will fit in it. so well with his own type out there. I think they will. <laughs> oh, they're all going to fit together in a wonderful Trevor Lock train. Oh, Trevor, have some fun, baby. And remember, wrap it up before you slap it up. <laughs> That's the spirit from Tim Westwood. Thanks, Keep Thank it clean. Want to try? Thanks, Mr. Westwood. Okay. Thanks, sir. Thanks, sir. Take it easy, mate. Ta -da. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. See you. Bye. Bye. Okay, so, yeah, and we've got, are we going to wrap up the Sonic Enigma now?
Yeah, let's get rid of it. We Can I just say, well, what's we're talking cats, um, Joe, <laughs> Joe Meek, the famous record producer from the 60s, he did believe that cats could talk and he would go out into graveyards and places where cats were and he would record them and try and interpret what their meows were trying to say in English. But how could you interpret Because there's no basis, there's no template. Well, there's he no believed template. in the transmigration of souls and... Yeah, well, uh, that's fair enough, but that don't mean you can understand cat language I know, but I've seen a, a documentary on Joe Meek and uh, where he, they, he would record cats and then play them back in his record studio and and try to decipher what they were saying. This Joe Meek sounds like a hell of a character. He, he was. What records did Joe Meek produce? Some of the classics. Classics. <laughs> the classic. The classic. He's a Telstar uh, producer. Yeah. Okay. Listen. This. Right. Zoe's on the line. Trevor, just be quiet for a bit about Joe Meek and <laughs> talking about cats and that. It's making people worry about you. Let's listen to. Um, we've got Zoe on the line, who I think is going to wrap up the Sonic Enigma. Hello there, Zoe. Hi, Russell. How are you, my love? All right, thank you. Good. Now, All the you've... better for speaking to you. Well, thank you. I'm glad it's improved your day. Now, have you, uh, you've been thinking about the Sonic Enigma, have you? Yeah, I think I was unfortunately on Trevor's wavelength with this one. This must be worrying, because I've never, ever got one of Trevor's Sonic Enigmas right, and I've always thought <laughs> it must be a bleak moment. Yes, there's the yeah. triumph of knowing you can come to the studio if you want to, but that's a bit of a poison chalice, just having Trevor Lock looming over you, trying to get his fingers down your blouse for three well, hours. Can I bring my sister for protection? I think you should at very least bring your sister. Bring your sister, bring some mace, stand on the other side of the studio, just try and keep away from him. He's looking around all glum now in yesterday's Well, it's not true, shirt. is it? Ask, ask last week's competition winners, please. Jack. Jack Mandy, explain. have you at have any I... point felt that, the, that you were being sexually harassed in the studio? At any point? You don't have to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just say, have you at any point? Yes. wouldn't say it was harassment. What yeah. was it? It was titillating, was it? It, it was titillating, flirtatious. Yeah. See, Trevor, you're worse than a pig or any other kind of animal. So, Zoe. Trevor. <laughs> what? <laughs> it wasn't Trevor? No. Blimey. Who well, was it then? There's some magnetism flying around in this room. So, um, Zoe, what, what's, uh, what do you think about the Sonic Enigma? We don't want to listen to it again, do we? We've listened to oh, the bloody thing God, twice. No. Uh, so, uh, what do you think the answer is to the Sonic Enigma? Uh, shiny Happy People by R.E.M. Is that the correct answer, Cocky Lucky? Of course it is. Well done, well Zoe! Done. Great atmosphere for Zoe! Yeah, all right! Yes! Well done! Yeah. Trevor, that is... Your clue is rubbish. How, well, Trevor, how is it rubbish? She got it right. Loads no of people got it right. No one's happy in the clue. No one's happy. No one's happy in the clue. No one. The man's like a pervert. Oh, you are clearly... Yeah. It's yeah. pleasing yeah, you're shiny. Oh, you're, you're shiny. shiny. What was he doing at that point when he's going, oh, you're shiny? He's What's shining a person up, isn't he? Was he's there any shining up a to person. REM, rapid eye movement? I bet there's nothing clever. No, I there. never do. I never do a reference to the artist. If you know and listen to the enigmas, <laughs> you'll realise I never do that. <laughs> Matthew, you bungling goon. How could you even suspect for a moment that you're. Have you not been listening to the enigmas? No. Have you been living in a cave? Yes. He wants them up and lot. So, okay. So, Zoe, well done. You've got it right. You're gonna, where do you live? You're going to come down to the studio? Yeah, I just live in Waterloo. Oh, brilliant. <gasps> Oh, brilliant. Come down to the shoot. Why do you, why do you react like that to <laughs> Waterloo? <laughs> so Napoleon reacts when he hears that word. <laughs> problem with you, you poor sod. Okay, so, well, come down. Come down next week. Stay on the line, talk to uh, Adam, our producer, and then, uh, you know, come down, stay with us. Lovely to talk to you. What are you saying, Matt? It wasn't me either. What wasn't you? <laughs> Who, uh, you know. Oh, with the competition winners? I've not done anything with the competition winners. <laughs> I've got right, photographic Adam, evidence, Adam, sunshine. Adam the producer. Adam the producer. Who'd have thought it stood there in his little hot oh, pants, all foxy, dirty devil he's been. Right, okay then, so let's, uh, what are we going to listen to now? Oh, let's yeah. listen to the answer. Listen to the answer? Yeah. I quite like this song. I think it's uplifting. Yeah, it's nice. Right. right, let's listen to this. Zoe, well done. See you next week, my love. See you next week. Ta-da, bye-bye. Ta-da.
So we've got, um, we're here with Trevor Locke, Matt Morgan, this is Russell Brand on Six Music. We remember uh, earlier in the show, uh, this is Trevor's special day and his washing machine's broken. So me and Matt, being good pals of Trevor, spoke to a plumber on the phone. His name's Plug. Plug is here now. All right, Plug. How you doing? All right. Yeah, really good. You're here with your lads, Connor and Jack, eh? That's correct, yeah. Connor nice. and Jack. How old are you, uh, Connor? Eight. Good boy. How old are you, Jack? Seven. Seven. <laughs> there they are, lads. You don't muck about. Do your plug. Them lads coming in quick succession. Plug. Probably not called that just because you're trade as a plumber, if I may say so. <laughs> now, you've heard about Trevor's problem, haven't you? I have indeed, yeah. Uh, do you deal with a lot of stuff like that? Well, I do, but I can't start anything until we get the credit card out. And right, we've got to get Trevor's now, credit card. Hold on. That's us. We've got to pay for it. Well, we've got to play, pay for it. Yeah. I mean, we've got to see some plastic or some cash. Cash, we do cash. I mean, we reduce right. it from 250 per half hour down to 200 if we've got some readies. Yeah, if you want to go down the plastic route, we'll have to go 250 per half hour. Plus the parking, plus the congestion, obviously. Blimey, this is becoming increasingly expensive. Matt, this idea of ours is beginning to backfire. Matt's yeah. nursing his gold card, which he lords it up over me. <laughs> You've only got a switch card, I've got this card. He often says to me, don't I you? Do not say that. You do, you're always Why boasting you give, about your normally card. You give me this, oh, I'm late voice, and now today I'm talking like some sort of owl. <laughs> it's because I've been thinking oh, a lot about Australia. that. Australia! Talking owl. Because that time you went to Australia and you came across like a right pansy because he was all in love and made things. you weak. So, um, like, don't worry about it. Love's good. So, uh, yeah, Plug, what it essentially is, is Trevor's got these, we used to have two Italian girls living with him. One of them now has mysteriously gone missing. And on the very day that his washing machine stops working because there's blood coming out of it. <laughs> I mean, it, you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes. Well, you know, we've come across this problem before. You know, we're very discreet. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you know, blood, we can wash up the blood and, you know. Yeah. Any problems there, we can take away the washing machine and bring you a new one in if you want. But obviously, that's... I think that's what's going to be necessary. I mean, looking at Trevor now, Plug, what sort of feelings rise up in your stomach as a, as, as a father? Well, I'm getting to the point where I still haven't seen any plastic, so... Right. You know, anger. Hold some. Ang up. Yeah, anger's coming. Yeah, well, <laughs> see some plastic now, but where's my machine? Hang on a second. Right. Okay. Right. So <laughs> let's make this payment now. Let's, let's authenticate it. Matt Morgan How's can it? pay for that. No, no you know, you know, as long as I've got your word on it, that's okay. It's not a problem. We are gentlemen. At the B I think the BBC should pay for it. Really, well, we're, we're like, it can't be quite reasonable. Yeah. If you go around, for, but actually, you should probably take a uh, mini disc recorder and, and anything unusual that you see at Trevor's house. <laughs> please <laughs> be like sure to let us know. Idea, yeah. Is there anything you're ashamed of in your house? Trevor, other than the corpse of Maria Laura? Well, it's a little bit messy at the minute. Messy, you yeah, say? It's a little bit untidy. I've been a little bit lax in my chores and daily duties. Yeah. A bit untidy, like the yeah. Boston Strangler's attic was untidy. No, no it's just, you know, there's clothes strewn around the place a bit. Whose clothes? Maria Laura's <laughs> stained tights. <laughs> Who is Maria Laura? One of no. the Italian girl that you've murdered. Soon as someone's gone, he just forgets all Where about them, the history. I don't know, it's just a good Italian name, isn't it? Wait, what are their names? Uh, Denise Were... and Martina. Denise and Martina? Yeah, and Tanya. Right. How many of them is there? There's three of them. It's a litany. Yeah. There's two of them. There's Blimey. three. They're what dropping the... like flies, these girls. <laughs> They're dropping like Italian Serie A clubs, yeah. hey? It's a contemporary, that joke was, what I've just done there. Bernardo's moving in on Monday. Joke. Okay, hey, Plug, do you, yeah, it was. Plug, uh, as you've come to all this trouble, and it's very unlikely you'll at any point receive payment, do, do, do you want to, do you, want to uh, you know, excuse the pun, plug your uh, firm? Well, you know, Thamesguest.com, you know, they'll come out and they'll sort, especially 
specially sort out your boiler and your central I've got a problem with my boiler, as, yeah. as a matter of well, fact. Really... I don't know why I married her. I'm only <laughs> mucking about. I'm single. Come on. I thought I'd do an old-fashioned joke. Why not once in a while? That's great. It's that's okay. Uh, brilliant. Retrospective. Come on. <laughs> that's yeah, you know, timsguest.com will come out and sort all your problems out. You know, we cover the whole of London. So Between yeah. plug and bleeding Tim Westwood. We're on the BBC. For God's sake, we're not supposed to do stuff like that. Crikey, it's going through. All right, then. Well, thank you very much for coming. You're we'll welcome. give you a mini-disc. Use, use lads. I, I urge you, Connor, Jack, seven years and eight years old, stay close to your dad when you're around Trevor Locke's house, okay? <laughs> for God's sake, don't leave his side, you beautiful boys. But when are you coming round? When, when, when is it for? You can, whenever you want to straight after the show maybe timesguest.com will come around we're paying morning now or we're night. paying now we're paying That's now fine. Trev we'll get your washing machine fixed it's your special day I'll Trev why don't you give uh, share some of your fudge with Connor and Jack the children it's all gone I've you eaten greedy, you greedy pig boy. you greedy why did you eat all that fudge we told you Share. To share to save. <laughs> Set some aside for in case children come, but you scoffed it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I didn't understand you. You used unusual pronunciation when you told me that. <laughs> really? Well, sir. what did it come yeah. across as? Share. Because I said <laughs> share save. Poor Don't attack Matt. He's got Matt's cultural reviews coming up. That's going to be exciting. He went to see Superman, didn't you, this week? Yeah. Who was your date this time? An ugly, ugly woman with a beard. <laughs> And a sort of crow man face. <laughs> she sounds sexy. She picked her nose all the way through the film <laughs> and snorted and brayed with laughter throughout. <laughs> her name was Russell. <laughs> what a delicious sounding woman she is. I just wish that I wasn't her so I could have it off with I. Okay, so what are we going to listen to now? Should we listen to a track? Let's listen to Fun Boy 3. Is this you, Trevor? Yes, it is me. Well, it's this special day. Bam this one Bam in. this in, yeah, please. Okay. Let's Trevor, why don't you banter. tell us something about the whereabouts of Denisa and Mariella and all these poor cows they'll be uh, at home in their double beds listening to they've got a little ipod and they each have one ear each and they line their bed singing italian songs quite loudly trev you've got to entertain these people i've told you this lying in their no, bed with one ear with one each and an ipod this is their experience their of London. London. i'm not supposed to entertain them you you're are. like leonard rossiter in rising damp you're just craning around their door trying to catch a glimpse of them in their petticoats we don't have anything in common with fixing things like no. that <laughs> <laughs> was a squeaky floorboard down oh, yeah. why are you fixing it at three o'clock in the morning oh, you're making us nervous mr trevor this is six music right so it's trevor's special day today on Russell Brand Six Music Show here with Matt Morgan. Trevor, how are you enjoying your special day so far? Uh, I feel sort of dizzy from too much sugar. I'm, gonna, I'm on a post-sugar come down. I feel oh, confused. Yeah. But what nauseous. about that? Your washing machine is going to get fixed. It's not going to get fixed, is it? That was a stunt. It's going <laughs> to remain the same. He's I'm a gonna... real plumber. He's, a re he's re got a real plumber into the studio. My washing machine isn't in here, is it? It's in the kitchen. That's not my fault, Trev. You, you've put your washing machine where you like. You no clog up your washing machine. I've no, got no foresight. Bring, bring it with you. Bring work. it with bring you, Trev. <laughs> yeah, we can give you a special day trip. We can't carry you through no, life. I brought my dirty clothes with me. That's you true. You could have laundered them you in the time that we've been here. Well, we've arranged for this lady, Lena, to come and see To do my right? washing. Good morning. Come You're on, right, Lena. I'm all right, thank you very much. What is it you do for a living, dear? Um, I do roly-poly kissograms. Roly-poly kissograms? Do you, so what, and you strip, do you? Uh, no. Oh, that's good. No. I Not don't. naked, but just no, down to... I do topless, that's all. You do topless? Topless, yes. Well, excuse me. Le this is for you, Trev. This is for oh, your special your day. Well, let me explain. Like, but what Hold on. One minute ago, I had a dodgy washing machine. Mm. Now, this is... What, what, we what, think what? you need nourishment, Trevor. You, we you think you need a mother figure. Companionship. 
<laughs> companionship well, in love. True. Companionship in love that Lena can provide you with for a small fee. How, how much do you charge, Lena? Uh, seventy-five pounds. Very reasonable. Well, I'm now, sorry, what would I get for seventy-five pounds? Trevor, I'm not negotiating. Extra? Can yeah. we not? No, let's not get to that. Well, because we spoke to the controller of our radio station, Leslie Douglas said that we're not allowed to have strippers on the show. Well, quite right. Kill surprise. <laughs> quite because it's bad form, isn't it? To have strippers on the show. Really so, form. Lena, you mustn't take off any of your clothes. No, I won't do that. Good, because we've been banned, and quite rightly, many would argue. Matt, do you think it was right that we're not allowed strippers on the show? Definitely. I always felt uncomfortable with it. Well, whose idea was it? Yours, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with your brain then? Because I Are said it, and then what? I went, "No, we can't do that." And you went, "Yes, brilliant, excellent, get on the phone." Yeah, but like, so we we obviously wanted to cancel it because the controller of our jobs said that we can't do it. And why do we love anyway? It, because it was too late. Because we didn't tell. We forgot to tell Adam who had booked the stripper or Lena who had booked Lena. Was, you're not a stripper anyway. You're a kissogram. No, I'm a kissogram. Yes. There's no wrong. What's the difference? Um. Strippers go off, and I don't. Go off, take all I their clothes yes, off. And I don't. And so, how old are you, Lena, if you don't mind um, me asking? 71. You're 71? Yes. So you're, uh, you, I'll talk a bit closer to the mic, darling. Yes. And you're, you're from Perfleet in Essex, yes. Essex, where yes. I'm near, I'm from near there, Greys. Yes. Yeah, so like, okay, so traditionally, a kissogram's different because a kissogram doesn't take their clothes off. No. And I suppose, having seen Trevor, you'd be less likely to do that than ever, wouldn't you? Yeah. Probably. Well, <laughs> what do you think of him? If you look He's at him. lovely. Oh, he is a lovely little fella. Oh, thank you. This so is his special thank day, you. Lena. Thank you. So anyway, have we like we're not there'll be no stripping because it's tacky and it's low class, but we booked you and it'd be a shame to bring you in and not to do anything. We'll just, just go over and give Trevor perhaps Trevor could come and sit on your lap, Lena, and have a little cuddle. I'll go over to Trevor, shall I? You go over Trevor, yes, darling. Trevor. You toddle over there. Trevor, are you grateful for your special day? I am immensely grateful to you guys. Yeah. Well are that's you? good. Put your phone down. Put your phone down, Trev. Who are you phoning? The police. <laughs> Oh, oh, Lena, you've took your top off. Oh, my heavens. Oh, no. Hold on, but no, but this is, this is breaking the, the office rules. No, 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 she's a French oh, maid's outfit. She's fully clothed yeah. in a French maid's outfit. Have a cuddle. Right. Have a nice cuddle, Trevor. Oh, oh heavens. There, it's now, just a normal cuddle from a clothed woman. This is, this is, oh, okay. No, stop it. Lena, do you sing songs or anything? This is radio, there's no point in doing that. Lena, do you sing songs? Yes. Sing a song to Trev. You got the whole world in your hands. You got the whole world in your hands. You got the whole. This is silly. In your hands. You got the whole world. Turn that webcam off. Is there a fully clothed woman singing a song to Trevor? That's a nice song. Do you know any other songs, Lena? Yeah, A B A B A B, my boy. What are you waiting for now? You promised to. Never too late and you're never too soon. All the family. I can't do that now. This is this is wrong. Trevor's nice as that Lena, that was a lovely song. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. That was lovely. That was that was lovely. Yes. Did you enjoy that, Trev? Ooh, little kiss, oh, Trevor. Thank you. Special he's lovely, he's got a lovely body, and he. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Trevor is fully. Trevor It's a shame that there'll be no stripping. If anything, Trevor should do a little strip tease down to his pants for you. I think, Lena. No, let's not go there. All right, it's just fair a enough. nice, innocent, special day. Exactly. An innocent, special day, all innocent for he's Trevor. Got a nice chest. Lena, <laughs> you're doing your very best to drag this show <laughs> into the gutter. This where is sexual harassment in the workplace now. This is officially. It's sexy no, harassment, no, Trevor, not, and we're all enjoying. It's sexy. <laughs> yeah, what lovely, but okay then. Right, so I don't, what, what, oh, can't we listen to? No. What? 
Yeah. What do you want to listen to? I want to listen to Tom Waits. Chris Reed. Let's dance. I'm going to give you a kiss. Yeah, do that. Yeah, give Matt a kiss. Come on. Come on, Matt. It's your special day as well. You've got a lovely body on all. Thank you very much. I have to press the button, so it might put me off. You're pushing these buttons. Lovely. Okay, let's listen to Queens of Stone Age. That man over there with the lady's hair. Okay, so give him a cuddle now. That's it, give him a cuddle. Let's listen to the Queens of the Stone Age now, shall we? It's Trevor's special day, it's Queens of the Stone Age. This is Trevor Locke, special day. How are you enjoying your special day so far, Cocky? It's not felt special at all. Why? What? I feel awful. Nice to have a cuddle. I've got stomach ache, I, I feel nauseous because of the sugar. This has been the been best day of your harassed. life. It hasn't. Eat some fudge! There isn't any fudge left, it's just wrong tomatoes. Lena, has he hurt your feelings for being so ungrateful? Not really, because you get all men, like, some men are like that, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose you get men. Pretty men! <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, as we all know, because this is a cool show, we don't get monkeys about nothing on here. So, like, uh, okay, well, thank you very much for your time. So, it's time now. Are you ready for this, girls? Yeah. Mandy, Jack. This is a little item we like to call Matt's Cultural Review. Have you done a, have you done a trail, Matt? <laughs> Let's listen to Matt's trail for his cultural review. Hello, this is Matthew Morgan's Cultural Review, in which I travel to wonderful places and review them. You turn up somewhere, feel uncomfortable, belch like a yobbo. If you can talk like that for this cultural review, why don't you always talk like it? Then people might find it acceptable. I do like to take a young lady somewhere and use the cultural review to get inside her knickers. That cultural review has just become audio hypno. It's working rather well for everyone involved. Thank you. Set for the victims! <laughs> oh my god, what's wrong with us? We just did that in a studio and then people refused it. It's terrible, really, isn't it? Uh, right, no, actually, okay. the culture, that's a complete joke because the culture, I took a lady once and yeah. four cultural reviews of the lady Four once. cultural reviews. Oh, my, if you look at my record, if I just point out the facts, that's four cultural reviews. I mean, we're free with blokes. Odd. If one of them was a butch bloke, wasn't he? With my mate Pete, one with, uh, on my own, one with yeah. a lady, and then this week, the most horrifying of all, <laughs> with Russell Brand. <laughs> Best cultural review you've ever done, I bet, ain't it? Well, you know. Come on then, tell us what your cultural review was, Matthew. This I know, week, of course, because I was there. I went with Russell to um, see Superman, but not just in a normal cinema with normal people, in a cinema all on our own. Yeah, because like... You uh, went on your own? You yeah, the only people in the cinema? Yeah, preview it to go and interview. We had to go and interview the stars of Superman, Kevin Spacey, Brandon Roof and uh, Katie Bosworth on our... Then oh, on our MTV program, I misunderstood you when you said tonight. Watch it tonight. Basically, they, you, you used to just be able to go. I've seen the film and it's brilliant. Even when you hadn't, but now they make the presenters go. Like, How would they actually have known though if we'd gone or not? We could have sent anybody. Yeah, we could have just sent some fella. Well, seen as Russell's interviews, he interviewed that uh, what's her name, Kate Bosworth, yeah. who plays Lois Lane. Yeah. yeah, and he tried to compliment her on being slim. Yeah. yeah. He said, oh, what about you? You haven't got kids, have you? Because Lois Lane has got kids in the yeah. film. Oh, yeah, that's it. She goes, oh, yeah, she she liked the role because she got to play a mother, that was it, wasn't yeah. she? And you went, yeah, what about in your real life, though? You, you can't have kids, meaning you haven't got kids, You have can't you? have had kids Because yet. you're too slim, yeah, right? yeah. But he goes, you can't have kids, you're too thin, yeah. like that. And she went, what? And he goes, well, you know, like, you're too thin, aren't you, to have kids? <laughs> Yeah, it didn't sound like an assault like that. Yeah, it was true. He was going, look at your little body. You couldn't. You can't nourish a child, stick woman. <laughs> what are you? You're Baron. You're Baron Bosworth. It didn't sound like that. Came it sounded out wrong, nice, didn't it? it? Came out wrong. I thought we were getting on well. She was sat there barefoot. We had a little bit of a flirt. Just barefoot. 
Yeah, well, she was very nice actually. Kevin Spacey was uh, he was sort of professional, well, professional, professional to the point of austerity and coldness. What Unlike has he done to the old Vic? Talking of professional, yeah. he was spat on a Superman poster <laughs> when we were at the Superman junket <laughs> and was spotted by a woman. Yeah, well, that's for Superman. You're at the Dorchester Hotel. It's all like alive with PR people and flunkies hustling you and bustling you in different directors. Oh, you, you know, Kevin Spacey's this way. Oh, Brian Singer's that way. Okay, you've got four minutes. They actually stopwatch time you as you interview them. We went in there with um, Brandon Ralph, who I called Brandon Ruth. I go, all right, Brandon, all right, mate. So I goes in that film where you're pretending to be Superman. What's it like? I kept saying, like, you're pretending to be Superman as if he's not really Superman to diminish it and that. Funny, wouldn't it, Matt? Offensive. <laughs> Is he, uh, is he gay? Well, we don't know. No, he's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. He's definitely got a girlfriend. Well, he's so got a girlfriend. Trevor, I, I think you're in... a poster of him. I, like, yeah, sl- there's nothing being slanderous no. about saying that. So, yeah, I think there is, mate. It could be yeah, if he's in a relationship well with a woman. He's in a relationship with a woman, Brandon Ralph. He's properly happy. So, like, oh, we're going to talk about the film, aren't we? Yeah, we talk about the film. I and then he had me spinning on that poster. That was an accident because no, I he was mucking around. We were, it was part of a joke, and then he spat on a poster and then rubbed it and went Superman blah, blah, or something like that. Did <laughs> it, this woman came over and goes, Why did you spit on our poster? Well, that was embarrassing. For fun. I did it for some fun, just to have a bit of fun while I'm at this junket at the Dorchester, feeling all restricted, light in the mood. Anyway, Laugh. The, f- the film Superman. What yes. do you think of the film Superman, Matt? It was fun because me. We had and a security you guard sat behind us, didn't we? To stop us filming the film. So to go like, you know, in case you film the film, we go, we ain't filming this film, we regret watching it once, we're gonna sit through it again, or try and make a few quid, knocking off pirate copies of it. We should do, definitely, um, you know, director's commentary style commentaries on films. Yeah. We made that film brilliant. We did actually, we brought it up. Just by sitting there and immaturely taking the mickey out of it all the way through. Yeah, because there's bits where you couldn't like, there's bits where, Lena's really misbehaving. What's going on, love? <laughs> Nothing at all. I'm being very good at the moment. You're not gossiping about us, are you? No. With the, I've with got the... to say about you, do you have to say it to you? Right. Hello. That was a challenge. I'm really glad you're here, Lena. Mr. G has joined us in the studio. He's going to do his poem in a minute. Yeah, there's a, the film is sort of like it's trying to carry anti-smoking messages and stuff like that, it's isn't it, man? Really? really? What it's done is like he's an American superhero in an yeah. age where that all seems a bit silly and not acceptable. So they even do that bit where he goes. I stand. He goes, Superman. Do you still stand for truth, justice, and all that other stuff instead all of that stuff, and the American way? Uh-huh. And he said to Kevin Spacey or, and, and to Superman, he goes, "Is that cause the American way would mean uh, Superman, Superman would have to would go, go to Afghanistan and kick over some tents, <laughs> kick over oh. people's hats, and oppress people and nick their petrol?" <laughs> so, <laughs> it was all funny. Yeah, it's it? silly. Like so, I don't want to ruin the story, but Superman ends up in hospital with his super clothes just draped over the chair next to his bed. Looks oh, stupid. All these super clothes. Yeah, yeah next to that, and it was like you see Superman or masculine. I suppose it's meant to make him look um, like more human and more approachable. But they might as well have had Superman like laying in bed coughing with, with all his blue pup up his duvet. <laughs> <laughs> It was just silly to diminish and also, the film is basically a long line of things being caught in midair and then floated down really slowly by yeah. and everyone clapping. Yeah, Superman applauded. Oh no, a plane's about to crash. Superman, catch it, then bring it down to the air really slowly. Like, sort of with a look on your face, a smug look, as if you're expecting applause yeah. to happen. And then the applause happens because he lands it in a baseball ground. There's oh, one, yeah, that was unnecessary. Just there's, for the applause. Well, there's one bit where Matt goes, this is a good bit, Matt goes, Superman's an idiot. He should use his power to get into a, a position of political authority, then he could mastermind things from there. Like, just that. 
the, the nouns, the way the Superman went, all this putting out little fires, just catching things and bringing them slowly to the ground is not an efficient use of his superpowers, having failed to notice that the whole confection had been utter melodrama and nonsense, hence too far. It was silly, wasn't it? So, in conclusion, like, what other bits of Superman? It's uh, worth going to see, I think. Because it's special Don't effects, we, you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, and they gave us a bag full of Space stuff. is brilliant. Space is very yeah, we good. Wouldn't the <laughs> we wouldn't get the bag. We wouldn't get the bag. Trev goes, we got a bag of stuff because we went to, when we went to the junket, Trev goes, but we wouldn't get the bag. <laughs> we wouldn't get a bag. I'd like a bag. Trev, seeing as you probably haven't even seen the original Superman. I haven't. I've never seen Fruit Superman. Well, that's odd because you and half look like him in his human form. <laughs> when Trevor takes off his glasses, it's not like superpowers are unleashed. It just means another Italian girl gets murdered. <laughs> Puts his, his, his glasses on the sideboard. Jekylls himself up on the nice. <laughs> <laughs> launches an attack. Are you alright today, Trevor? No. Well, you're not enjoying this special day? Not at all, it's been horrible. You you've give, you've fed me too much sugar. You've made a, a woman touch things. Moaning, isn't he? You're well, an adult man. You don't, we did not force feed you stuff. Trevor, you, if you didn't want to eat that fudge, why did you eat it? And you didn't share it with Plug the Plumber's children either. Ungrateful, greedy, selfish boy. I'd eat them all by then, well, haven't I? Next week we're going to be horrible to you again. <laughs> even worse than ever. Yeah, Trevor, because you obviously don't appreciate kindness. And next you've week been horrible to me Trevor's this time. It was a vindictive day where we've been vindictive. Spiteful. It was a lazy joke. I oh, will be nice to Trevor, it's his special day, and then give him rotten food, too much sugar, and a lady who makes him touch her. I tried to get through to Leslie, the controller of our jobs and radio station, just to see if she liked the show, because it's been brilliant, I think, today's show. Lena, you've behaved immaculately. Oh, you. Sorry about the embarrassing mix-up. Yeah. How much money have we got to pay you? £75. Very reasonable, very reasonable indeed. Trevor, anything on top of that you can pay yourself. Now, Mr G's here, <laughs> and uh, you're going to read a poem for us, and so uh, I guess you'll have to use my microphone, mate. Uh, let's create atmosphere for Mr G. Woo, yeah, alright, yeah, yeah. How's it going, mate? Yeah, it's going good. Going okay, good. what is your the title of today's poem? The title of today's poem is called The Holiday Road Trip. Nice. Right, The Holiday Road Trip. Good. Lunchbox packed, with sandwiches stacked and wrapped. Who put those beers in the back? Ah, that'll be Matt. Trevor's bought a dead rat and Russell's eyeliner's intact. Can anyone read a map? Chow man, G will do that. And what about Westwood? Is he coming? Hmm, he said he'd call us right back. We're on a holiday road trip. I'm hoping we don't get besieged by geese like Russell did on his boat trip. It's good to get away, even if it's only for a day. Trevor claims to be immune to naked women. Well, that's what he says. And his <laughs> washing machine's broken? Hmm, well, that's what he says. But he's been selling Italian girls' clothing extra cheap on eBay. Quick call the wrong polizze with no delay. We're on a holiday road trip. And what happens on tour remains a subject of closed lips. Toy dolls now hide when Russell hits the stage, releasing a locust plague like a craze from a biblical age. But it's Trevor's special day, and sexy Lena wants to play. So there's not much else for me to say, so let's keep him eating fudge, because the police, <clears throat> I mean the plumber, is on his way. Yes! Hey. This has been a nice one. Documenting perfectly what happened in our show. What a fantastic show it's been. Let's thank some of the contributors. Plug the plumber, he was fantastic, weren't he? Hooray for him. Lena, you've been great, you've behaved immaculately very well and in a manner befitting uh, the Rethian ideas of entertainment and I think it was about telly though weren't he and uh, you know our the public broadcasting public broadcasting well you've met you, you behave Matthew put yourself into a corner I've not taught myself <laughs> put it up. up I'm not jekylling get so ready with the band thank you our competition winners did you enjoy it here today talk now yeah, yeah I really enjoyed it it's fantastic yeah. what was the best bit what was the best bit 
Um, can't mention that bit. Okay. <laughs> Blimey, erotic sound. You made there. this show sound really awful. Mr. G, thank you. Fantastic <laughs> contribution. And um, Tim Westwood, thank you. What a great com uh, contribution from Tim Westwood. We'll be back here next week, of course, at the same time. 10 to 1, Matt. I need a date for my cultural review next time. All right. Oh, I'm going to sort that out. Don't you worry about that. Okay. Yeah, don't yeah. besiege us. Cookie girl. No, you're yeah. not going out yeah, with Cookie is. Girl. Oh, yeah, Cookie Girl. No, he's got to go with someone that... Just she's not going... Fancy, with... yeah. She's, she's married. She can't come back she's on the show. Not... She's been on the show once. She had a very nice time. No, she'll only be in my story. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. So, listen. What happens guys, in his personal guys, life, guys, it doesn't really... Let's not things. get mixed up yeah. about the time. Don't forget to download the, the podcast, though, eh? Download the podcast, because if we get to number one, we're going to get an ice cream van, we're going to drive around London, giving away free ice cream, then we're going to stop in Trafalgar Square and have a great big party, but instead of the ice cream van playing a nice jingle, he's going to be playing the sound of Trevor Locke's screaming Italian resident. Let's listen to Tom Waits. Step right up. See ya. This is Six Music. We had a meeting this morning for a projected project, and somebody turned up and then had a little bit of a sulk and went away and had breakfast on their own. He imagined that someone ignored him. Someone did ignore nowadays me. Nowadays we have to have a little fanfare. <laughs> we have to turn and go, hey Russ, everything's hey! going really well. You're blowing oh! up. <laughs> we have to do this big arch with our hands. We have to sit down it all, <laughs> clapping his hands and pointing at everyone. And we have to give him a bunch of flowers and lick his box. <laughs> Otherwise he goes and has his breakfast somewhere else. <laughs> If you want me to have my breakfast with you, you will make the Arch of Triumph, or as the French would say, Eiffel Tower, because otherwise it's breakfast alone. Don't bang your cane, it's bad uh, for the sound. And don't shout, that microphone's perfectly sensitive enough to pick up small and why voice sounds. Oh, well, and perhaps it'll hear this. Trevor, you are a little bum. Think it heard that, Trev? Even though I, I don't, no one actually said anything, yeah, that was just the thought being broadcast. But obviously there was corollary about that when they do that thing, yeah. where they turn, they, they record, they, no, they, they record a mic clean in the studio with nothing else going yeah. on, and then they boost the sound and they find these voices there. What's oh, yeah, it's ghosts. It's bollocks, but I mean, it's not they bollocks. do do it. It's Matt, ghosts. Swearing. Trevor, you believe everything. Everything mumbo jumbo, Trev believes. That's not ghosts. Ghosts. Yetis. Swear. Yeah. I don't believe it. Ghosts, yetis, aliens, so sometimes that monkeys can talk. All these things Trevor <laughs> believes and more. Sometimes. Why? You do believe it. Sometimes monkeys can talk. Oh, he believes it! That one was a made-up one! That's not even a phenomenon! What do you mean when they press buttons for a banana? Well, it's like that monkey that said that the kitten did it. You're always on about that gorilla. Or the and gorilla. it exists. What's <laughs> the difference between a gorilla and a monkey? One's a mammal, one's a reptile. No. Idiot. Trevor, everyone knows monkeys wear waistcoats and betray Indiana Jones, and gorillas help Clint Eastwood to solve crimes. That was there. An, that was an oh, I'm so sorry, I'm not perfect. Perhaps if you've been bummed when you were little, you'd have problems too. Bye! You weren't bummed enough. <laughs> uh, monkeys have tails. <laughs> Apes don't. So, don't forget to listen to the real show, which is at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings on Six Music, and it runs for three hours hours and it's got all the little bits that aren't good enough to make it into the podcast free craig charles <laughs> thanks for downloading this trial from the bbc find out more at bbc.co.uk slash six music bbc six music